Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailflash TV. I am Peter, and joining me as always is Matt. Hey, what's up? And Connor's here as well. Yes, I am. <laughs> do you know, do you know, I like the way I phrase it. I've, I've realised what I'm doing now in my head. Matt's the series regular, and then Connor's the guest mm-hmm. star. And even though he's here every week, he's still just always labelled as the guest star. He's he's the with uh, on on the old sitcom, you know. Mm. Like it, it's kind of like um, in the hit te- television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, uh, Tara was not a regular for a very long time, and she wasn't the cre- even though she was always there. It was like why yeah, is she not this in the credits? Is the thing. Tara was one of the best, so I'll take that as I will. Uh, also in the spin-off, Angel Lorne was another example where he was there for like yeah. three seasons before they added him to the credits. It was really weird. What, yeah. but, uh, what Connor said about about the girl from, from Buffy, that's how I feel about Lorne. There's a cool green dude that liked to sing lounge songs. Yeah, made no Lorne. sense, but I loved it. Lorne was great. I love Lorne. Definitely. But hey, uh, this is episode 99 of this show, huh? by the way. Where we're at, yeah. right at the cusp. I, I almost like 99 as much as 100 because it's just got that nice... Like This is the last double-digit episode. It's exciting, isn't it? It's exciting. <laughs> Rubbing those grimy mitts together like a <laughs> mad genius. <laughs> <laughs> so, so of course, next week we do have the Action Comics 1000 special, and it's so on that'll be earlier in the week, and then our special episode 100 and the usual time day, give or take. So, um, that's what's happening next week. But what are we talking about this week? It's actually an oddly quiet week. I only had seven books, which for recent times just feels a bit late. Uh, it's Great. I love it. <laughs> well, you're going to love it next week, man. Next week's huge. Yeah. Yes, I know. But, uh, I, I'm a little concerned, but they could have just, you know, offset it a bit nicer. Because I'm like, I'm like, I've got, like, nothing this week. And then it's especially, I look at next week and go, oh, boy. It's especially because they've moved Mr. Miracle from this week to next week. That, that would have yeah. really helped to have that forward uh, this week. But, hey. Fun story. I still have last issue of that to read because I missed that episode. So... I need to do that really soon because I'm not leaving that till the books all come out next week. Yeah, you have to do that before Wednesday. That is a, a yeah. very smart plan. Um, anyway, I mean, what are we talking? It's a busy week, but it's, I'm looking at it and it's not, you know, it's doable I think, I think, considering we're doing action early. You know, yeah, what I, mean? I, I like, think that's the thing. It's not like there's loads of books, but they're all quite yeah. big, meaty books. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's a lot, a lot of good stuff uh, coming next week. But what's what's this week? What we're we actually talking about today? We're talking about Detective Comics nine seven eight, Wonder Woman forty four, The Flash forty four, Supergirl twenty, which is the final issue of that, uh, New Superman, The Justice League of China number twenty two, Hal Jordan, The Green Lantern Corps forty two, Sideways number three, The Immortal Men number one, which is the the latest in the new age of DC heroes. You know, initiative line malarkey, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, and then of Connor, given that it was a quieter week for him, decided that he would choose this week, this month, to um, do his allotment of Red Hood and the Outlaws for Connor's yeah. Corner, which of course yeah. one of our dear patrons uh, pays for the privilege of making him read this. <laughs> Every time it gets brought up, I always want to just do the tune of "Let the Punishment Fit the Crime." <laughs> <laughs> And then this his only crime is being ginger. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I, I do hate it a little bit more every month. It, it it adds on. It's not just like I hate it an equal amount. It's like ah oh, again. It's, so it's just that bit yeah. worse every time. Well, that's, that's the thing. Um, do you know what's funny? Because throughout this week, I was thinking, you know what, DC, this would be a great week to drop some big news on us because it is a lighter week books wise, and they didn't quite do that. There's a few little news things that I'm, I'm going to mention but uh, not, not the big chunky news that we've been having for the last month and a half where they had like a big new line every week oh, Dink and Zoom yeah, no. now they decide to be quiet 
But hey, uh, so we do have a little bit of news before we actually get to the books, though. Um, speaking of Mr. Miracle getting pushed, uh, issue 9, which is supposed to come out in May, has now been pushed to June. Uh, oddly, though, this is not that big a deal because June was a skip month. So basically, all that's really happened is the skip month is moved to May. Because yeah. earlier. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's also coming out on June 6th, so it's coming out on week 1 that month, bizarrely. Okay. I can't picture that lineup in June because obviously the week one will all shifted around a bit by then. Yeah, yeah, it's probably changed a little bit. Uh, so not not a huge deal, but worth mentioning. Uh, and I'll think about this week. The, the solicits are coming next week, so we've been getting some of those early solicits they sometimes put out the week building up to it. Um, one thing that was notable is the Titans roster has uh, been confirmed and we knew about Nightwing, we knew about Raven, we knew about Beast Boy, we knew about Miss Martian, um, I don't think we knew about Donna Troy, I think that's uh, something new. Yeah, I don't recall yeah. hearing about it. Yeah, and then the other thing we'd heard was Steel and that really confused us, however it makes way more sense now because when they said Steel it's actually Natasha that's Steel, not uh, John Henry and that makes yeah. way more sense <laughs> to it be on really the Titans does. team. Uh, and it's cool actually, I like Natasha a lot so... Uh, yeah, it's good news. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's the Titans lineup starting with issue. I mean, the specials in June, but this will be July's issue twenty four, some of that. I don't know. Whatever the number is. Um, and we got a solicit for a one shot that's coming in July. It's a, a prestige book. It's a it's a ten dollar eighty page book that's full of uh, lots of short stories. It is called mm-hmm. DC Beach Blanket Bad Guys Special Number One. With stories by Paul Denny, Lee Hermo, Gabriel Hardman, Karina Bechko, Tim Seeley, Shia Fintana, and more. Um, and it's all villain-focused stories, and presumably all summer-focused as well. Yeah, at the beach, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Tim Seeley said on Twitter, he's, he's got the Grodd story. He's done a Grodd story, so... Should be fine. It should be. Uh, Dean well, probably doing a Harley Quinn one. Pro, I mean, that's his thing. That's what he usually does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. hey, that's just the thing that's happening. It, it I, sounds, I love the title of it. Yeah, it sounds stupid and fun. It sounds stupid and fun. Uh, I'm not going to commit to saying that I'll definitely read this. I want to see what that yeah. week looks like before <laughs> I commit to an 80-page book full yeah. of random bad yeah. guy short stories. But, yeah, so that's the thing that's happening. Um, one thing that we kind of mentioned briefly last week in the midst of the Catwoman news is uh, when they revealed the new Catwoman book, which we talked about last week, at the end of the show, though, if you missed that, that was at the end, after the outro, because we got that. <laughs> that happened while we were recording. Yeah. Um, but Connor Spears, he mentioned this. I don't remember him mentioning it, but I want to bring it up, because we didn't really talk about it. Uh, is that at, the, at this uh, C2E2 panel, they actually mentioned that Jeff Johns has already written a story about the three Jokers, and that Jason Fabric is actually drawing them. So there is some sort of miniseries about that that's already mm-hmm. been written. No, I read that, but I don't remember talking about it. Yeah. We didn't talk about it on the show. I mentioned it when I was scrolling through the things that were just coming out when I was checking. I kind of threw it out there, and then, I don't oh. know. We didn't have the full details at that point, though. Allegedly. Okay. Um, so, here we are now. <laughs> so, yeah. not a lot of details, but I mean, the fact that it's a John's book of some kind, Fabric's yeah, yeah. doing the art. I mean, so it's a, it's a thing of some kind. I have to imagine it's at least like a, I don't know, five, six issue mini? Maybe. Probably. Yeah. yeah. They work so, well together. I'm excited. I'm, I'm down. I'm not yeah. super excited for the three Joker story in general, but yeah, John's a fabric. I'll read it. I will tell you, it's got to be better than uh, what was teased out at the end of of 
the dark side war. So, what, what, what are you talking about, Matt? Oh. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it. Yeah, hit the button. Yeah, talk about Jason, your favorite character. No, the no, three Jokers came out of what? Uh, was that that was Dark Side War Two, right? Yeah, that, that was that, the... that, that's what yeah. was first mentioned with the uh, the Metron chair. Yeah, because when when Bruce asked who is the Joker, and he said no, it can't be, and that's what we've we found out. There's been three. Yeah, because the, the the chair responded with which one? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I I don't know if I'm super excited about three Jokers in and of itself, but I am very curious to see how that's and going he's... to be wrapped up. Anytime John touches continuity, I am game. <laughs> that, that's it. I think I'd be more cautious if someone else is writing it, but yeah, it's John, so he, he gets the trust, right? Yep. He, has, he hasn't done a whole lot of Joker stuff, though, when I'm thinking about it. No, but he hasn't done a whole lot of bad stuff either. <laughs> so that's, that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Uh, <laughs> um, with Fabic, uh, he, he was at the Comic Con I went to last year here, and I was me and my friend were talking to him about the hockey opening of the button and mm. how great that was and he had said that came that was a second idea because the way that he had he had done the opening the first time somebody told him to hold off and they're going to use it for something else so i keep waiting when his name comes up to see if this is what could be you know i don't know if it's going to be this because i don't see how unless like the button opened with the tease of the three, three Joker. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. just trying to see where I could fit in that same kind of tone, you know. I, I think know. it could be in there. I, I'm not sure where else it could be. Yeah. Either that or somewhere later in Doomsday Clock. I mean, that's yeah. basically yeah, the Yeah, it'd be weird to, for him to just pop into Doomsday Clock in that sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Did he I specify it was a Joker thing, though? No, no. All he said yeah. was that he there was a different opening that he had drawn... And then he didn't say who, but somebody liked that opening so much they decided to use it somewhere else. So then they redid the opening, and that's how he got the hockey with mm. Saturn Girl going. You know, it's too late. It's too late. So yeah, if if, so it, if, if it was still related to Saturn Girl, see, it could still be something that pops up, right? And Doomsday Clock well, potentially. Or... But I'm also trying to think what what of it fell out because it, it was his art. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's my thing. Is that well, yeah. I can't see them putting anyone but Frank in Doomsday Clock at this point. Oh sure. So yeah. unless they get Frank to redo Fabok's piece, yeah, hey, go, all right, we want to use that. Well, I never, knew, I never knew it was specifically the art was done for it though. I thought it was just oh, he liked the idea and he was taking it that for something been, else. He wouldn't. He wouldn't spell much beyond that. He he knows what yeah. he's doing. Like, like let's froth up the fans, you know. Huh. So. Interesting. Super nice guy though. Like it was. My friend, who's a major hockey nerd, was like, "If you ever want to do a hockey book, like I would buy it for sure." And he goes, "Well, that's one of you." So it was. <laughs> you should, should just go and read some uh, Jeff Lemire's indie stuff. Yeah. So much hockey. Yeah, there you go. It's almost yeah, like Jeff I'm... Lemire's Canadian or something. <laughs> From a small town. And, uh... <laughs> uh, so, so, no, so, so, worth mentioning that uh, the solicits, the early solicits for Superman number one and Action One Thousand and One came out. Not much to say, although it did mention the Superman solicit that Superman has to save the planet from the Phantom Zone. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm excited to see how we end up in that situation. But uh, th- there you go. That's that's kind of that. Uh, I did actually have a few other tidbits that I kind of stumbled across myself. Scott Snyder was on the Comics Conspiracy podcast, an inferior podcast, might I add to us just for the record um i jest 
But he was on that, and it was basically a two and a half hour interview with Scott Snyder. And he was, you know, what Snyder's like. Once he starts talking, he starts dropping. Yeah, yeah things he can't left, himself. left and right, and he dropped a lot of juicy little tidbits, like uh, so much that I noted them down. And they're like, okay, oh, I, 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 I think these are worth mentioning. So he mentioned that he had thirty-two issues of Justice League planned. Yes. So that's about a year and a half, and uh, that it will probably spin out into an event at the end. He mentioned that the second arc was liked by DC so much that they're going to probably tie other things into it. Whether that means separate tie-ins or just a couple of other books to tie into whatever they're doing. Uh, okay. He mentioned that every four or fifth issue of Justice League will be a Legion of Doom issue. Mm-hmm. Presumably that'll work kind of like the Wonder Woman stuff, but it'll be a different artist to give the other artists uh, right. an issue off to keep keep that all in schedule. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, what, what else did he mention? Uh, that was that was the, the main stuff. I think he mentioned there was plans for the Batman Who Laughs for Halloween sometime next year. Uh, yeah. But no, it was, that makes it, sense. I, I, I'm figuring, you know, he's just going to pop up every so often now. Yeah, but he, he just, he, he's, he's a giddy school kid when he starts talking about uh, what's yeah, coming that's up. That's good. I like that he's so excited. You know, he's not jaded whatsoever. Because yeah. his his appearance at WonderCon and the looks that DDO were giving him are still, like, my favorite thing of this year. <laughs> <laughs> like, But it's not like he was going out there just to mess with Dan. It was, he got so excited that he's just going to tell you. So much so he basically spoiled something in metal, but uh, you know, during that panel, yeah. And then we yeah. got to issue six. It was like, oh hey, we basically knew yeah. what that was because he said that at the event, yeah. uh, right before the final issue came out. But hey, uh, so that that was all the news little tidbits. That said, we uh, did we do have uh, sales numbers for yeah. For, I, I for saw March. just another couple of little bits. Oh, so I, mean, yeah, I, I thought were interesting. Uh, so Brian Cunningham, yeah, the the group editor, for, he does all the the Justice League uh-huh. family uh, Doomsday Clock. Oh, uh, there was. I don't know if you saw there was a, a New York Times article this week titled uh, "Can This Man Save Superman?" Obviously, talking about Bendis coming uh, on. I, I saw it on Twitter. I, I, yeah, I took a very facetious I, title. Yes, I took umbrage with that uh, that that phrasing. That's right. someone that doesn't know comics. That Superman's been pretty good for a while. Yeah, yeah. that's someone who thinks that Superman's outdated and that no one can ever yep. make a good Superman. That's what that sounds like. Right, and that's and someone so... who who might like Man of Steel. <laughs> Yeah, and obviously Cunningham has edited a bunch of Superman stuff, uh, so he kind of jumped in and said, hey, Superman doesn't really need saving, but yeah, these are pretty good stories. And someone, you know, questioned was like, hey, I just want some news about, uh, you know, Supergirl series, what's what's going to happen with that? And uh, he says, you know, she appears in Man of Steel, and you can expect a profound experience for her. And, um, you know, the guy saying, I just don't want it to be just a supporting character, a prop in Superman's story. And he says, I'd argue a supporting character should never be a prop, but regardless where Kara is going, be careful what you wish for. So, some interesting teases there. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And, yeah, just some, oh, maybe, maybe, okay, this this might be where we're going. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, just the other little thing, sorry, Zay, obviously last week um, we mentioned that they're, they're planning to do more of the the Murphy White Knight universe. Yeah. And he's put out he put out a little t- list on Twitter like some rules that are all, that he can promise that will happen in that universe. It's like you know, think of those are when someone dies, they will always stay dead. You know, every book will always come out on time. You know, no exceptions. Uh, uh, yeah. There won't be any narration balloons unless it's a voiceover in a flashback. Um, there'll only ever be. That's, that's a weird rule and, that one. <laughs> yeah, it is. I like, yeah, I like that though because that's part of his style. That's like that's how you'll know it's a Murphy. 
Oh right. sure, it just it feels weird to like actually announce that as a rule. Like you know, I look down on comics that have narration boxes. I'm not using well, them. Uh, see, I don't, I don't see it like that. I just see that as like personally, if I wrote comics, I wouldn't use thought balloons. I don't like thought balloons, so I would rather have narration boxes. You know. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but, yeah, uh, there was yeah no no excessive uh, variants. He'll do one and then like his main cover and one variant, and that'll be it because he doesn't want to burden the comic shops. Into you know over ordering because like, they have to do. Uh, where was he five he, years ago? I know he promises there will be at least one awesome vehicle in every book. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's his thing. That's what he yeah. likes. For, for the longest time on my Twitter background, I had his. He had done a commission of Back to the Future, and like it's Marty jumping into the DeLorean, and it just the DeLoreans never looked better. Nice. So. Yeah, that's yeah. Murphy's thing. Uh, and his, his last one is he promised there will not be any complicated tie-ins to other series. It'll always just be uh, easy to get into, stand on its own. Anyone can pick it up, no matter which book mm. in the series it is. Mm. So, yeah. some of the, some of the most fun with Batman I've had, like I, I like King's Run, but that's just like solid, like great storytelling versus, you know, the Murphy stuff is just pure fun, yeah. popcorny, yeah. So, yeah, I, I saw not... there were some interesting little things that he's saying. You know, it gives you a bit into his mindset of how he's doing about it. Good. So, uh, f- funny story, just off topic, I, I saw an article about Gotham earlier, and I had to read it out of morbid curiosity. And holy shit, what has happened on that show? <laughs> no, I see things pop up across my feed because okay. I have friends that think it's good. and I, I, just... I mean... Some some slight spoilers because I, I just need to to say how this yeah. just just to get I, I right. need to see Spoil, spoilers for the current season of Gotham. I, 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 I need to see reactions. So, do you remember a couple of years ago how they were introducing the the Joker, right? Yeah, yeah, and kid. apparently, yeah, yeah, the crazy kid. They actually kind of went through that. They never called him the Joker, but he was doing like all the Joker reacts. Mm-hmm. And he died, came right. back, and carried on right. being the Joker. That's already happened, and now. He's died again, and his twin brother is the new Joker. <laughs> because he oh, jokerized God. it with some gas. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I stopped watching the show four show? episodes in. I was like, this is not for me. That's fine. And then I heard it got progressively worse. And it's a shame because I love Donald Logue. I don't even know if he's on there anymore. But... I, I assume so, but I, I don't know. Yeah. He, he was the he's... best part of that show. When I, yeah, when I he's perfect for Harvey Bullock. Like... If they could get him in, in the, the new movie, you know, the, the Matthew Reeves one, that'd be great. They're yeah, probably, it was uh, fantastic casting. But I, I, I just saw this, I was like, what the hell is this show? I don't know. And you got to kill a twin brother to make a new Joker, you've run out of ideas. They've went <laughs> through every so villain as well. They've even done the court owls. Yeah. They've went through every villain possible. Well, it's kind of like he gets to the point. It's like, what's Batman going to do that Gordon's doing all this stuff? At one point in this show, they basically said, hey, our 12 year old Poison Ivy, we want a sexy one, so let's just age her up between the seasons or whatever they did. I don't know. All of a sudden, they had like a 20 year old playing Poison Ivy. Yeah. I I can't believe, though, that they killed the Joker, brought him back to kill him again to make his twin brother the Joker. What? What? Good lord. I still like the idea of that show of Gordon in the police station before Batman. Like I like that premise for like a gritty crime show. But then what they've done is just like like you guys are just saying, 
I still think it should be set during. I still think it should be set during Batman. Go Gotham Central because they know they want to use all the villains, and if it's during Batman, then it's fine that all the villains are running around. Yeah, yeah. Gotham Central show would be great because I don't like this bullshit. We're going to cycle through every single thing that's ever been in the Bat mythos. And it was sold as Batman without Batman, and then they proceed to put young Bruce in every freaking episode. Well, well, let's not forget his gimp suit. Uh, that's gimp suit. Sure, I didn't know about that until just now. So, yeah. Oh, did you not see that? Oh, no. God, you're looking at. No, it's just the same. It's just the same bullshit. As Smallville. Just going through every single thing. Honestly, I think this is arguably worse because at least that still had Clark Kent Charm. dealing with it. Uh, like, it, it may not have been Superman, but it was still Clark Kent. Whereas this here is uh, okay. Bruce is kind of there, but it's the police doing everything before. Ba- like before Batman is a thing, and and. The thing is with with Batman is there's the relationship of did he cause his villains to exist right you know do they, are they a response to him, whereas you don't really have that with Superman. No. So this is much worse to me. They're both garbage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, obviously I'm not defending Smallville. I'm just saying. Yeah, this but is again, worse. one sometimes you can recycle garbage and it's fine. Other times it just goes straight to the landfill. So you know, Gotham belongs in the landfill. Yes, it does. Oh dear. Anyway, I got sales figures for March. Yeah, that's. I was just trying to delay the sales figures because numbers put me to sleep. But well, you're going to be doing some guessing, Matt. So you're participating, <sighs> audience participation, or other host participation, I guess in this case. But either way, go on. What was number one in March? There was no Doomsday Clock in March, was there? That's the one. Is, is there one this month? I forgot what month we were in. To be honest. <sighs> I, I thought we were in May already. I don't, I don't know. I don't You're planning on being here for the fourth week this month, therefore there is no Doomsday Clock. It means there was one last month. Uh, Alright, so that was number one. No, it wasn't. <laughs> really? Uh, metal. <laughs> metal was number one. Metal number six. Uh, uh, with 187,000. Doomsday Clock was number two with 149,000. Yeah, fair enough. Both I think people are starting to fall off of, of Doomsday Clock just because of the... Yeah, they'll go back and pick it up, but I don't think they're rushing out. Like, and the metal was the you know the last one. Yeah. yeah, Um yeah. Is that much of a fall off for Doomsday Clock? No, I don't think it is. Well, just not to be number one. You know, I think mean? it's it might be more. It's just a case of metal going up. Yeah, I don't Doomsday think it's that fall off for Doomsday Clock. Is it? Is it just metal? I, I don't know without seeing the the last. I think metal had a lot of variants, so I think. I think it's less to do with Doomsday Clock falling from issue three and more to do with metal just going up for its final issue. Let's see if I can can see the the numbers for for the last issue of Doomsday Clock. If if somewhere will give me a nice list, it's harder to find them going back. Uh, uh. <laughs> this is riveting stuff. Yeah, see. So well, it... you can carry on guessing and doing the other stuff while I look at this. <laughs> no, you're trying to get out of guessing. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I'm on to you. Stop giving it away. Oh, oh. God. Uh, it, it's down a little bit. It, it was 157,000 last last time. Yeah, that's not that prominent, though. That's, that's pretty no, normal. It's, it's down just just under 10,000. Yeah, well, that's pretty that's pretty normal. I, I don't think that's a, a, a notable decline. Uh, books always go down as they, as they go on. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And then metal at number five, uh, issue five was one hundred forty-nine thousand. So yeah, that's, that's just gone up. up. Yeah. So that, that, Doomsday Clock would have still beaten that had had it 
maintained the same number. Yes. Yes, it would. Matt, give, give, give me another guess. Well, else is in the top ten from DC? Batman. It's always Batman. Batman so 42 is at number 5. Batman 43 is at number 8. Batman with, White Knight. With 93 and 91,000 respectively. Uh, White Knight did just scrape in. That's number 10 with 75,000. And that's it for DC, in fact. Uh, number, number Action 999. What? Do you want to know what that is? Yeah, was that top 10? No, not even close, I don't think. Okay. That's already on 999. Well, 1,000 nah. will be, so don't worry. Actually, yeah, Comics... No, I don't care. Actually, I've Comics... come to terms with being the only person reading Superman. It's fine. Actually, Comics 999 is at number 19 with 51,000. Uh, all the casuals. <laughs> Look, I enjoy actually Comics, but it ain't some of the top-tier yeah. DC books. Well, like, like you said, though, you like 99, right? Because it's the last double digit before the triple... Well, this is the last triple digit before the quadruple. No, so. that's fair, and there's a lot more triple digits than there are double digits. Yeah, I, I don't think that's is. something that the, the the most buyers, you know, take into account themselves. Well, maybe they should. Yeah. That's my thing. I don't think I don't think everyone else is. Oh, nine, nine, nine. I need to get that issue. That's a prominent one. Yeah. Come before the storm. Um, yes, yeah, so the rest of the top ten. Number four is Weapon H. Number one. Ugh. What the hell's that? I don't even know what that is. Oh, that's that Hulk Wolverine BS over there. Yeah, it's a Hulk with Wolverine claws. Sure, oh, uh, this isn't that's... the top ten. I literally didn't know what this was. Give him, give him a cybernetic arm and pouches, and he's the nineties in one image. Yeah, <laughs> that that had ninety-eight thousand. Number six was Mighty Thor seven hundred five and ninety-three thousand. Number seven was Infinity Countdown with ninety-three thousand. That's their countdown. Ten. It was Infinity. Storm something. Wars or something. Know. Is that what it is? It's just the plural. That's that's what they're doing. Yeah, of course, it's something similar named coming out because the movie's out, yeah. which they do every year now, right? Or every other year. Uh, number nine is Oblivion Song by Kirkman and De, De Felici. Uh, that was very thousand. Was it? Yeah, I yeah. recommend checking I it out. I don't read Kirkman, so it's it's Kirkman doing uh, Kirby essentially. Hmm. Yeah, only Kirby should do Kirby. Well, and, and Tom King should do Kirby. Other than that, uh, it's, it's pretty good. Oh, it's worth mentioning. Action Comics 999 did get a bit of a bump because it actually just beat both detective ah. issues. And it normally doesn't. No. See? Like, 999. It also normally doesn't beat Superman, which also did by a healthy amount. See, look at that. My zany ideas sometimes mean something. <laughs> actually... Actually, no, there was only one. I was, going to, I was going to check what the other one was, but there was only one last month. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird month. It's, it's been on hiatus because they pushed 1,000. It, it's, yeah. it's really weird getting it so sporadically because we had 999, and it's like, okay, it's been a while, then we're getting 1,000, and then it's going to be a while till we get 1,001. Yeah. It's, it's, so I just looked up Weapon H, and God <laughs> damn, that looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yes? I, I just can't. And it's Greg Pack. I like Greg Pack. I like Greg Pack too. He was like, Ugh. oh my god, what is that? What is that coming out of his his, his arms and shoulders? An abomination. What what is going on with it's, his? It's their doomsday. Greg Pack liked writing Doomsday Superman so much in New Fifty Two. He's just like, I'm gonna go do the same thing, but give him claws. Pretty much. It like, 
You, you know what? I don't think you're that far off. No. Ah, oh, Pack. How the mighty have fallen. He had a he had a creator owned book that was like in an alternate history of the old west, and it just disappeared. My shop stopped getting it. I can't even remember what it's called, but I was enjoying the two issues. Is that I the got. one he kickstarted? I think so. Hmm. I vaguely remember him doing the Kickstarter. Yeah, but I was enjoying that, and I'm, I'm like to Superman run his action yeah, or whatever it was. So, oh man, I'm gonna look at this book now. <laughs> got to know. Pete, oh. this is your fault for bringing up sales numbers. Hey, I think basically it, it, what we're saying is me and Matt just don't really care enough about the numbers, so we're just going to tangent off into other stuff whenever you do this. Hey, sparking conversation. If people wanted the figures, I asked them after the first time I did it. There was there was active support for, for figures. There was, there was, which is why uh, we... we Kingsway we West. That's what What's it was. That? It's called Kingsway West. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to find that in trade now. Can we talk about DC books now? Uh, I suppose so. Yeah, let's get there. Well, I suppose we'll we'll start with uh, the usual order. We'll go with Detective Comics first, uh, issue nine seventy eight. Uh, James Tenney in the fourth writing, Javier Fernandez on the art. Next part of Batman Eternal, and this issue kind of boils down to Batman going to speak with Kate and her father uh, to sort of go, you know look into why these two soldiers from Colony seemingly went apeshit and you know killed a bunch of gang members Murdered a bunch of monsters yeah, yeah. Mm. and so it's, it's that it's got this awkward thing probably my favorite page of the book is uh, batman arriving at the Kane mansion it's a nice big full page spread that's, yeah that's, that's pretty good but my favorite page is actually the the second one i think it's the title page the layouts of the the action sequence for that are so much fun yeah with, with batman and robin yeah it's got such a great flow to it mm. uh uh, and the other side of things, you have Ulysses sort of enacting his plan and kind of turning everything on, and he turns all the colony soldiers by the end into full-on OMAC look. Yeah. More more he, importantly, he takes his place as the general, mm-hmm. which, since he got brought up, I've been waiting for. So. Sh- shaved his head. Huh? Made a little broadcast. Yeah. So, so are, are, were you guys aware that he was based off a character from the mid-2000s? From Tim's solo series called nope. The General. Never read that series. No. Okay. News to me. Yeah, he I, I read the start of it, but not. Yeah, in so he, he came in, he was kind of a heroic figure, kind of like this Captain America type, but he's kind of, anytime there's a war being fought by America, it kind of energizes him. He's as old as the revolution. At least that's what he claimed. Uh, and it, that was kind of as interesting. He became a thorn in Tim's side. So I wouldn't when they brought him back here in Detective, as you know Tim's kind of contemporary, uh, just shaded evil. You know, mm. it was cool, and I was like, I wonder if they're ever gonna make him the general. And then he shaves his head and announces in grand fashion that he is now the general. And I was like, all right, this is cool. Yeah, he's a smug little shit. He keeps talking about how easy it is to like you know manipulate Batman <sighs> and uh, yeah, everything else. I think it is. I think it's just he's just got so many monitors. So you can just you can have someone on every monitor, so it's it's really easy to keep track of everything. Uh, I'm I'm yeah. really envious of, of just that amount of monitors. Uh, I wish I could have. That's that how much. I imagine how Peter lives. He's got monitors everywhere. Not that's, enough. That's, can never have enough. So he watches every time I see a new review pop up from you guys. I'm just like, is he watching two of these at one time? <laughs> like Lost in Space and Lemony Snicket. Come on. No, no, we finished Lemony Snicket first, and then went into Lost in Space. Gotcha. Just about. Yeah. But 
But yeah, uh, so the the timeline that jumps here, Tim's on crutches. What's yeah. that about? Is that was that post fight with with Batman? Um, this... I, I just assumed it was in that fight because he, he comes stumbling in in the cave, and it seems to be just. Yeah, you're right. Uh, he seems fine in the fight, doesn't he? Because yeah. they, they brought in the uh, the two dudes. They're still lying in the floors after I've just grabbed them and brought them in, so it has to be right yeah. after. So I just the, the the way that they're crutches, it's not like it's his sticks that he's using on to, like, I'm so tired. They're full-on, like, you know, uh, structural crutches. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know what... I don't know what was that. That was a weird choice. So, the thing is, obviously, he's not got a, a bandage or a cast or anything on his leg, no. so it's, it looks like it's just a sprain. And he's just can keep keep the load off. Yeah, maybe. I guess. Uh, that, was, that was a sweet moment, actually, when Cash shows up. And I like how he's like, how did you even get in here? I've got everything on lockdown. She just kind of shrugs at him. Like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's my one issue with this issue, is the art is kind of spotty. And usually I like this artist. Uh, he did some Nightwing, and it was fine. But, like, his cast, not, not so much. Uh, like I say, I really liked all the stuff in the Kane Mansion. Like when he was the entrance, and then when Batman was walking around before he spoke to them, and uh, most of that stuff I liked. It was quite nice and atmospheric, nice and gothic. It has a lot of mood, but I don't think he's the yeah. best on the the faces. There was there was a weird thing when Cass mm. came, and I was like, "Where are her arms? Like her hands?" Because it looks at first like they're in the front of the hoodie, but then I'm not sure if they're just behind her back. Like I can't tell. It seems to be just flicking back and forth, and I'm like, I'm not sure if it's just a problem with the art or. There's also a weird thing with one of Tim's expressions. I'm going to find the page where he's talking. He's like animated, but it doesn't like he has a look of concern on his face. It's, it's the right after. Oh, yeah. Re- computer like, rerun the blood toxicity. Look for the tracer nanotech. That one. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. He, he well, looks that like one's he's screaming it. But but above it, too, is he looks like he's concerned, but the dialogue doesn't isn't concerning. He's not till the next panel. Yeah, it's it's he's actually a, he's getting a realization, but he looks yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Versus, so there was just some some spottiness there, but I think the action's really well done. The yeah. OMAC transformations are horrifying, and that's what you want out of that. Definitely, yeah. So, but um, I I want more on the Kane family. Like they seemed so odd, and that comes from like, like. The Waynes, who are pretty well put together from what we know, mm. you know, so uh, that's completely different, and that's why Bruce's mom, looks like Martha, went to Thomas, so it was so different than, than her family. I want more of that, and, and it, I don't know if we're ever going to get that, because Tinian seems to be done with Batman for right now. No, yeah, no, yeah, but we're wrapping up his run. Um, I did like Tim offering to do more Shakespeare with Cass. Like that was that was kind of a nice little. It was little nice, moment. yeah. Actually, I was reading. I started. I read the uh, the Batgirl and the Birds of Prey arc with all the, you know, when all the men in Gotham get sick and the, the birds mm-hmm. team up with all the Bat characters, and then Wonder Woman shows up. Um, and one of the sweetest things in that story is Cass is one of you know is in that story as well, and she's actually concerned about Clayface during that. That Clayface is like maybe dying, and I'm like, oh man, this made me feel really bad. But reading this now, like in hindsight, yeah, is was that the last issue of that this week? No, no, it's next month. The last issue. Next month, last one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll talk about that when it's when it's uh, when it's done next month. But um, I started catching up and I read the arc earlier today. Um, this was fun. 
But uh, that that moment, I just it particularly stuck out to me. I just thought of it because we're talking about yeah. cast running Shakespeare lanes. And I like that Tows like well, that, you were doing that for him because he was the one who wanted to audition for things. Mm. But he, he clearly sees that it meant something to her as well. He's, so yeah. he's offering, and I kind of like that. It was kind of a, a sweet moment, especially since Cass and Tim haven't really had that much interaction. I don't think. No, Tim was gone for most of Cass's development. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. It, it almost feels like he he's been going. Okay, what what's everyone been up to while I've been gone? Oh, you've been doing Shakespeare. Okay. Mm. Well, that's what I mean. Tim, I, I like the Tinian's take on him. Is he's kind of he's so wrapped up in his own stuff, he's forgotten how to relate to people because he's had this issue with with spoiler, and now he's having it with Cass. It's it's coming up against Bruce too. Yeah. So. I like that that's the thread going through here. And, of course, the the big cliffhanger at the end is that the Yomak project also affects him, and he starts to turn into an Yomak oh. soldier. Yeah. And, well, I guess Tim Drake's dead. We'll never see him again. Shut up. <laughs> uh, this gives me excitement for the Cass fight, because I want to see Cass own him. <laughs> Cass versus Yomak is going to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. So Because we know Tim. Tim's an accomplished fighter, but he's not... You know, no. Yeah, he's not. But once you add in the Omax stuff, that's gonna. Yeah. So now she's gonna be able to cut loose. It's kind of like I like when Superman can cut loose on like a big alien villain. Mm. You know that he knows he's that would normally kill a human adversary, but he can like when he fights Darkseid or Mongol. I I kind of like that because you see what he can do. I feel like we're gonna get the same out of Cass. She's gonna have all this pent up rage from Clayface, and she can take it out on Tim as an Omax. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just I really do like the page layouts in this book. There's a lot of yeah. uh, a really nice flow and a lot of the the eye panels that really work out nicely. Yeah, the page where he's turning everything on at first, there's like a sort of eye layout to everything that you know yeah. kind of matches the Omax symbol. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, it all works really well. Like I say, I, I think the 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 complaints about the faces are are valid, uh, but I think some of the the landscapes and the the mood of stuff was really oh, yeah. working definitely. The mood outweighs it for sure. Yeah. Like, it's just a, a few times where it takes me out at the moment. Yeah, yeah. that's always my only drawback because I really enjoyed this issue. After a couple that felt like we were kind of just dancing in circles. You know, in a holding pattern, this it pushed it forward because even all the cane stuff with with her and how what it mm. what it means because you have the the family motto, which comes back around because I just looked that up. It got brought up in the early issues. I think it was nine thirty five that the family motto is we stand together, and her and Bruce have that conversation in this one about what standing together actually means. And so I like that it's differentiating them, and they maybe could coexist, even though that might drive Bruce nuts. You mm. know, the thoughts there, and it's almost what I think Batman Eternal was supposed to be in that run, but I, I just I never finished because the art got so out of hand. Yeah, yeah, that got rough. Mm. We- weekly series, uh, not not the most consistent. No. All right, there we go. Uh, so, so Tim's dead, never coming back. But hey, at least he existed, Connor, unlike some other people who never existed in the DCU. Oh, jeez, I'm not doing this. <laughs> you, you know, know who I mean, button there still, do you? You know who I mean. I don't have his old button here, no, unfortunately. I, can, oh. I can't turn that on. But You need you need to set it up for next week. We need throwback buttons. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for some nostalgia, all all the old buttons are back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that hundred, you know. Let's get into the spirit of it. Yeah, that's an idea. What other old jokes did we have way back at the start of the show? I could, <laughs> I could, I could whip out once again. Matt can go back to his uh, original, you know, final line. After uh, you know, at the end of at the end of the credits, you Peter says his last thing, and and Matt mm-hmm. recently, I, it's you know, been different things. I can't remember what his original line was. It was Connor Kent for a long time. It was yeah. Oh no, I, I remember. It. I remember it. I don't. Know, I didn't think I about it. I don't, I don't remember. Don't, it. don't say it. Save it for next week. <laughs> I don't remember it. It's been blamed from existence. So something, like to do, something to do with an allegiance and good joke, Matt. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, existence. Damn it. <laughs> all right, let's let's move on to uh, Wonder Woman forty four. James Robinson writing and Emmanuel Lupacino on the art. Oh, Matt looks upset. Oh, I'm I'm already so glad I didn't read this just by that one look. Look. I I love the art of Lupacino. Oh, that's great. Oh, is that the art? I I just wish I cared about the story. I the Robinson has simultaneously ruined Wonder Woman. Like not the character, the book and Darkseid because I don't feel like Darkseid's a threat. I feel like if we didn't have Mr. Miracle going on right now, Darkseid just would be just another villain. Like and I like when Darkseid's special. I like how he's being used in Mister Miracle. Yeah, and it's this... he has no presence here. No, he's just big. Like he could have made him. Why not? Why couldn't this be Calabac? And it's and it's uh, what's her name's brother. I'm so upset that I can't even remember the the evil Grail. Um, Grail, yeah. <laughs> it's it's Grail's brother, not Grail's father. Because this would this. Would make a perfect like uh, plot for Calabac, you know, trying to you know right now uh, Apocalypse is in shambles because of what's going on and Mister Miracle that they've hinted out a couple times, so Calabac's done this, and he's you know trying to get the Amazonians or the Amazons as as an army. This I just uh, and and it taints Rucka's run of not being able to go to Themyscira. And just the whole little loophole with Grail, it just upset me. Sorry, what's this? Yeah, you should explain that, Matt, for for the folks so, at home who have not read Wonder Woman and like to hear what's going on. You're so lucky. So <laughs> the whole plot is Darkseid is trying to get all these relics uh, in tune with his little, you know, yeah. jungle. Because well, if you remember, end of last issue, he teleported the entire Argo space. Or not the entire, but the, the chunk of the building that was needed with all the relics in it to the Amazon forest. And now he's got all the relics. Most of this issue is everyone just kind of fighting. Wonder Woman's fighting Darkseid. Jason's coming in and helping her. And it, for a second I thought, oh, maybe Jason's going to sacrifice himself for her here. And it never happened. I'm hoping it nope. still does. Uh, yeah. But to get the relics. And nope. he opens this a portal with these relics to Themyscira. Right? There's a portal open. And, and Wonder and Woman... Diana can see it, and she gets knocked through it, but, of course, nothing well, happens. Cause yeah, she... She, she tries to go through it, and then she it's like, it's like a yeah. force field that zaps her back. It's like, no, no, no access for you. You can't go back. Nope, but Grail jumps through because, theoretically, she had never stepped foot there because while she might have been conceived there, she wasn't born there, so she never stepped foot. Therefore, the rule of once you leave, you can never return. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. The specific place. thing was that she never stepped foot because she was always held as a baby 
when she was on Themyscira. Yeah, yeah, That's well, the loophole as to why she uh, can go back. I'm not going to lie, part of me loves the technicality of that. I do too, but if I cared about why they're going there, like, like if it was her wanting, like, playing Darkseid, that she just wants to go there, because she wants mm. to be, like, deep down, she wants to be an Amazon. You know, that's, she feels like that's her other side. And, but no, it's to make the them into new yeah, Amazon the, demons. Yeah, the the cliffhanger is that all the Amazons, or not all of them, but a good portion of them are coming through the portal now, and they've all get they're all turned into parademons, but they've got like but, the Amazon armor on. So how do they get back? If they they'll have left them. I guess them, right? they don't. Yeah, exactly. I guess they have to just be killed now because they're parademons. I don't know. Yeah, these are answers that are not in this issue, Carter. Maybe next time. Oh, and then, and then, yeah, Jason's rolling around, and you think that he's gonna, uh, and I don't, and I feel like, I feel like Steve's going to be the one that sacrifices himself mm. because this, he's been so disconnected from Diana during Robinson's run that it that just feels like that's where it's heading. I, I opened this book up and was just, there's something, there's a line of dialogue he had said that I'm just like, oh no, Robinson's killing him off. I, I don't think. I don't think DC will be that stupid to let that happen. I feel like Jason's story ultimately is going to end with his death. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Maybe it's just blind hope in my the part. The one way to redeem the one day to re, one way to redeem Jason is like so. So Trevor dies, but it's one of those comic book deaths where it's you know at the end of the issue, but then Jason sacrifices himself and Steve gets to come back. I, 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 I have a request. Match. What? Can you guys stop reading this? Because just hearing about it is making me annoyed. Yeah, uh, this is probably, <laughs> how this about is probably my last you issue. Keep your is... request to yourself, your ginger menace. Part, so, yes. so this is where I'm at. Part of me wants to keep reading it because I'm invested in my damn completionist brain. Is just like, no, you have to stick it out. The other rational part of my brain goes, no, you hate this. And it bums you out every time you read it. And it makes you think of the good times where you enjoyed reading Wonder Woman. And uh, and the only reason I picked this one up was because of the uh, variant cover. Because you had Christian doing... Yeah, and it looks like Henry Cavill. And just the way the colors all work together might be a spoiler for later. Um, it's a fantastic cover. So, so many good covers this week. So yeah, many good covers so, with Superman as well. Yeah. And, and so I just I don't care. I'm I'm up to that point. Uh, it's a bummer, but that's so, it. The opinion writing, do you know, Diana, Matt, I can, dark. See when she was explaining the loophole that because her feet never actually mm-hmm. touch the ground, she gets to go back. Yeah. I could almost I could almost hear in my head Michael Cole screaming, "Both feet have to hit the floor!" Like, <laughs> like. Basically, she she was Sean Michaels getting the cast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Royal Rumble rules. Like it's so weird. Uh, uh, so Connor, skinning skinning the cat's a wrestling move. Where I I, 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 I was just glad Pete said Royal Rumble there because I was like, what what the yeah. hell are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. so, so you go over the ropes. So in the Royal Rumble, you get eliminated by by going over the ropes, right? Battle Royal rules, and you both feet up to touch the ground. So if one foot touches the ground, you're still good, right? So they get spots out of the sky, Kofi Kingston, every year because. You know, like this year, his foot landed on a plate of pancakes. So he was still in and was able to... Right, you know, okay. Technicalities. But yeah, but but Shawn Michaels, who's this legendary wrestler, I'm not a big fan of his, but he's so good in the ring. It, it's hard. 
he's had a bit of an attitude problem. At least back in the day, he did. Uh, he would do this thing where he'd fling himself over the ropes and hang, and and oh, his feet almost touch, and then he'd pull himself back over. And it would always tease, you know, the both feet have to hit the floor rules. What were we going to say, Pete? I was just going to say that you had a lot of excess details that don't need to be there for what you were trying to explain. <laughs> I'm just, in, in case Alden's listening, I just have to let him know that I'm going to try to get digs in at Sean every chance I can. Because you're either a Sean guy or a Brett guy, you know, and, and wrestling fans will know what I'm talking about. He's still going. He's still going. Like. Uh, 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 I, I have no idea what's happening anymore. Yeah, yeah but you need to listen about wrestling and Wonder Woman, right? Do you know what? I think I probably would. Yeah, see, there you go. Thanks, James Robinson. Thanks. Oh, Thanks. dear. Uh, Squandering. Squandering great art. That, that, that's, that's, this wasn't his worst issue. Like, like there, there's been oh, worse ones in the run, but... Yeah, I left it to last. I, I left this till today. I, I had less books this week, and I still didn't read this until the day of the recording. This is the first one I read because I was like ripping off a mandate. Just want to get over with. Uh, I have a question, Pete. Did you read this before or after you started catching up on Birds of Prey? Um, after. Uh, uh, it was. It was before. It was before. But it was basically I read that and then went. I want to read all those things and then. It made reading. me feel better. Yeah. So yeah. I started reading those that, that afterwards. Uh, I read this, and then right after I read Justice League, or uh, Justice League of China, and it was. What's I was saying? I, was like, well, I didn't read Justice League this week. What's no. going on? <laughs> All right, Sh- shall shall we move on? Shall we move on? Well, hold on, Matt. Matt, are you dropping this? This this is a good question. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I Matt, don't. Matt, I I made it very clear last time that. If you drop it, I drop it. So I need to know. I need the answer to this question. Right now, it, now it's Schrodinger's comic. It's both dropped and not dropped. I don't know yet. Well, I'll dangle you off the side of a building and you'll both be dropped and not dropped and we'll see how you fare. I'd like to see you try to get me over the side of a building. I could do it. No, I don't think so. With great difficulty. I'm not gonna lie, I'm with Matt on this one. <laughs> well, well, are you resisting, or is, is this just a question of me actually getting you not, over the edge? Why would he not resist? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. No, he doesn't let you do it like you, like you should. Night and I'm Vanilla Ice. Like, come on. <laughs> you never said you were resisting. You, I, I felt like I was. It was disputing just maybe the ability to physically lift you over. That, that that felt like what I was disputing there. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Either way, if I'm hanging and dangling, I will say whatever to get you to pull me back over. So it's fine. It's kind of like, yeah. I won't be able to pull you back <laughs> over anyway. If, if, I, if I've got you over the edge and I'm hanging on, like it's basically just a, it's just sociopath. It's just a ticking time bomb until you drop because I won't be able to pull you back up <laughs> from one leg. Uh, <sighs> should go to the gym more. I, I should. Yeah, I should. I should, bulk, I should bulk up just just so that I could. Or, uh, Left up mouth. Off the side of a building. Yeah. Off the side of a roof, yeah. I'm pretty hefty, though. I'm not going to lie. Mm. If you could get me back over, there, there's only a few people I'm sure that could get me back over. <laughs> yeah. Me, me and Connor together could probably do it. We could do a pair. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Yeah. All I know is like, this is much more interesting than. <laughs> how, how did we get to this? Although in oh, traditional, sorry, it's just, Wonder Woman a second ago. Now we're talking about dropping Matt off the side of a building. Just to swing this back round to the Royal Rumble talk, I, I think as we were trying to pull you back up, I think I might just do the heel move and throw Connor over. Swing this back around to Royal Rumble. We should be swinging this back around to Wonder Woman. <laughs> I'm just yeah. oh, see. I've got yeah. this image in my head. I've got this image in my head of Matt dangling off a building. How he got there is now irrelevant. That maybe it wasn't me that pushed him. I don't know. But you know, we're holding on, and Connor's got the other leg, and we're trying to pull him up. And I'm just, you know what? Now's oh. my chance. And I, I just know. Right? Connor you got over. me to look over the building. You said, "Hey, look, is that Connor Kent?" And idiot <laughs> me is like, "Oh, where?" And then you're like, "Wink." And then I throw Connor over and when he like lands on the, the the pavement, you know, he goes splat and he just blood splatters everywhere. I'll say, Oh sorry, wrong Connor yeah. <laughs> And then proceed to try to pull you back up. Connor, just know that if I saw the strength left I would try to grab you. Appreciate it. So yeah, I gotcha. Oh, so now I'm now I'm holding both of you <laughs> as you're yeah. over the edge of the We just like go and use Connor as a as a buffer. Yeah, I don't think that's even a question of me having to go to the gym more often. I think that's just at that point, I'm like, no, there's no way I'm pulling two yards. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's move this on. This show is a shambles. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, Flash, number 44. Joshua Williamson mm-hmm. writing Carmine Diagenomenico on the art. If I could say his name properly. Uh, so this is the final issue in the Perfect Storm arc. And mm-hmm. the framing device of this one is that Barry is writing a letter to Iris because he thinks he might die uh, when he takes care of the, the negative Speed Force Storm and Grodd. Uh, so, you know, he's admitting all these things, you know, I've loved you, blah, 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 blah. Of course, the big notable thing is he's like, hey, I failed, you know, Godspeed, I failed Mina. And, you know, I, I, I try and help, you know, Kid Flash and Avery. And then he's like... And then I try and help Wally. There's another Wally West, by the way. <laughs> and he goes into that, oh, this is exciting. Oh, oh. And well, obviously, I'm not expecting him to actually die here. I'm expecting him to be okay by the end. And maybe she won't actually have... Flash Wars still to come. Yeah. Well, yeah, if nothing else. But also just because he's the main character. And he's a prominent DC comic book character. And how often do we actually kill them off? I know, but that's, that's the thing. This is one of the few series where they could get away with it. Because you can kill yeah. Barry Allen and go, uh, okay, the Flash is now Wally West's book. Sure, sure. Yep. You, could, you, could, had, you could. Had I not known had I not known Flash War was coming, I would have been a little bit. Because even in all the No Justice stuff, we haven't been told that that was Barry. Although it probably is now. It probably is, but, yeah. But... Yeah, but had had they decided like he's going to ride off into the sunset, you know, crisis style, then... I would have been okay with it because now it's Wally's book, and now we get, you know, we had just had that annual that had re, you know, reset him up in Keystone and and all that stuff. So mm. yeah, so yeah, so fighting with Grodd, all the rest of it beats Grodd up, outsmarts him, and then gorillas from Gorilla City show up the guard and arrest him for his crimes and take him off. But the negative speed force storm is still an issue, and that's going on. And Barry's like, hey, I'm gonna have to run around this to suck all the speed out of it. It might take my powers away, might very well kill me, I'm going to do this alone, and he speeds off. And plus, one of my favourite pages of the book is that Wally immediately just speeds after him, and he's like catching up behind yep. him, and he's like, Barry, stop being a dick, you're not doing this alone. 
Uh, and then eventually all the speedsters come in and we end up with that big yeah. double page spread of like, we're faster when we run together. Never run alone. Yeah. 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 Run together. I, I love the, the page before that. There's a panel with them all just in the, the streaks and it's all the different colours and it just mm. looks like Power Rangers, you know, when they teleport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, no, all that stuff was super fun. And of course at the end... He's back with Iris, and it, it flat out says at the end, because obviously we're not going straight into Flash Ward, the next issue yep. is actually going to be Iris finding out about Wally. That's going to be the next issue. Oh, yes. So you, you know what I like about, about Williamson's run mm-hmm. so far? Is like, it... Everything that happened in New 52 has still happened, but they've gone back and, through storytelling, have have fixed the issues. Like... They took away the rogue's powers, you know, that that they were given in New 52. Uh, Grodd being connected to the Speed Force, that's gone now. You know, yep. it's reset it to classic Flash tropes, but without just using the retcon button. And, and I'm just going, oh no, that's how it is. I, I wonder if the, the New 52 stuff reads a bit better now. Now that now you know where it's going, you know, okay, this isn't permanent. It's all kind of going yeah. back to normal in a natural way. Uh, if it feels maybe. like it's not as... Know. Not as glaring because because these are, these are all things I didn't like in New Fifty Two. Oh, that's fair, yeah. I didn't like Reverse Flash in New Fifty Two either. There was a lot oh. of things that I, you know, obviously uh, Butch and Manapello, like you know, th- there was good qualities to that run, but a lot of the changes did feel like oh, changes because well, changes for yeah for the sake, the sake of it being different. Yeah. yeah, but but at the same time, oh, I Matt, enjoy Matt, Mike's going. Speed forces, yeah, no, I, I, I still think like, it's, it's got its problems, but it's an enjoyable enough read. Yeah. It's not a definitive flash read, though, because of no. the things that it does. Yeah. No, and so so the fact that he's gone through and told an organic story and reestablished yeah. Wally. I, I would never recommend that run as a first time flash run to anyone. Not, not as a first time no. flash run. No, no, no. I, I, I'd be like, no, go, go read John's stuff, read this Williamson stuff, but I, I, I would be like, okay, and then once you've read all that other stuff, yeah, go, go and check it out if you want to. Yeah, I, I think if you're familiar with The Flash in general, then it, I think it's fine. I think it's a perfectly decent story, and it's it's gorgeous. That's said, yeah. you do get Grodd yelling Neil before Grodd, so, like... Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Matt, there was, there was a line in Legends of... In, sorry, Legends of Tomorrow... I was I was mixing uh-huh. up two shows there. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow last week, Grodd went back in time to try and kill a young Barack Obama, and oh, when he grabs him by the neck, he says it's time to make America Grodd again. It's so good because <laughs> it's not far off. <laughs> <laughs> Just replace oh. Grodd with an orangutan, and you got it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Legends is, is is the best DC show right now. It's, just, it's so good, but anyway, um, aye. No, I love this issue of Flash. I, I think this art's been great. This is this is the book is yeah. the, the last few arts has been kind of escalating into better and better, and I feel like this one is like yeah, this is the best one so far, and I feel like in such a good place where I'm like, and I'm also really excited about Flashboard because obviously the last page of this book is is you know going back to Hunter Zolom and he's like ah yeah she loved Iris and you know Barry I was never your reverse Flash but. I've been I've been studying up here in the Flash Museum. I, I know all about you. I'm going to take you and Wally down, you know. Yeah. So even he goes, I know late. more about you than even Eobard, and that gave me chills because mm. that was never Zoom's thing, right? That yeah. was always proper Reverse Flash. It, it, it's it's the way he says you were never my Flash. It's like you yeah. know, but now it's time. Hey, you know, you weren't before, but things have got to be done. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's generally exciting. I think everything from that annual and all these issues in the last 
couple few months have all been all been top be stuff. And, and also, Gio Domenico is so good. Like I say, everything, once Barry ran off to try and, uh, you know, stop the, the, the storm and then everyone else caught with them and uh, the pages of Wally catching up with them, then the full page spread of them all running together, all of that stuff. That entire yeah. section of the book is freaking fantastic. It's gorgeous. Just, I'm not going to lie, though, just some of the panels, the way he punches on, uh, not sort of Grodd, you, you did that with the, the reference. God damn it. Yeah. I just, ah, oh, they look so good. Yeah. Like there's the, the one where he's just doing like you know like five or six punches in one panel. Yeah. And yeah. it just looks fantastic. Yeah. No, it's great. It's a really, really yeah. good issue. I love it. Re- re- really like the whole arc. Um, and excited to where it's going next. But uh, Flash, Flash is on top form. Flash is Flash is a, a, as a run is is evolved and gotten better and kind of built upon itself and it's it's yeah. just nice to see it's, it's not always been my favorite like you know the very start i thought it, it was a bit slow off off the you know off the mark and then uh, i really wasn't a fan of the negative speed force area mm-hmm. but aside from those kind of chunks it's been really good and you know like when it's when it's hitting it really hits hard yeah, yeah. uh so no uh thoroughly recommend uh the flash right now if you're not reading that um I, I would say it's worth catching up because it feels like a lot of big things are, are going down and are about to go down. So, no. Uh, Flash, number 44. Uh, very, very good. Well, that'll take us on to Supergirl, number 20. Steve Orlando and Jodie Hauser writing with Jamal Campbell on the art. Um, this is... Um, the final issue of the series, if I can th- mm-hmm. think of what I'm trying to say there for a second. It's the final issue of the series... Um, and obviously the, the last sort of batch of issues, the last arc, you know, the, 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 them playing sight arc and then the standalone issue last time have very much been the best chunk of the, the series. This is, again, much like the flash, mm-hmm. it kind of got better as it went, um, which is why yeah. we're kind of upset that it was ending. Um, and seemingly continues this trend with the new 52 Supergirl where that just found its, its feet before it got cancelled, annoyingly. Yeah. Although this one, you, you, Ben has had been coming, I'm sure. Everybody yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe so, that's what 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 did it, um, uh, which is a shame. However, I have to honestly say that this final issue has a lot of problems, and I thought you were on the other way. No, no, because there's things I like about it, all, all the stuff that's wrapping up oh. the, the Supergirl stuff with bones and all the rest of it. Yeah, all all those sides of things are all fine, and I wish it focused on that for the entire issue. Instead, for some reason, and I know this is not Hauser, this is definitely Orlando. Yeah. Because Orlando takes the opportunity in the final issue that should feel like a conclusion to the book that I've been reading for the last two years, to instead instead of focusing on the characters we care about in this book, introduces out of nowhere this new character and then a second character for Supergirl to fight whilst all the main stuff with Bones is going on. I, I had to go back and find my last issue to make sure I didn't miss an introduction. Like, even if it was just a panel. No and idea. I didn't. No idea who these people are. Supergirl's fighting one of them, and then another one shows up and grabs the the first one, and like, oh, we need to go off. And there's just a so, little a little narration box, a little editor's note that just says, yeah. "Hey, find out where these characters go next. Make sure to read the unexpected in in June." And I'm like, "Did you seriously just use the final issue of a book that I've been reading since the start to introduce random ass characters for a new series you're doing in a couple of months?" Yeah. Normally, if you would have told me you got an axe wielding lady. That comes from uh, Viking mythology in a uh, Supergirl book. I'd be like, hell yeah, sign me up. Do you know what it is but, though? It, it, it's so like shallow and just like it's so it's obviously just, just a yeah. tease for this other book. And exactly. I'm like, 
That, that, this issue kind of a dick move. This issue should not be a setup for another series. This issue no. should be a conclusion to the series that it's been, and it's not. No. Instead, it's and Joe, honestly, these characters when they showed up, it, it gave me like flashbacks Nothing. of his JLA, where all of his villains were these generic looking assholes who I didn't care about. Like they're over designed. It's all these extra bits and pieces. I felt the same way about these two. Yeah, had had these characters showed up somewhere else first. And there was a little editor's box. I was like, hey, we're, why are these guys in National City? I could have taken it, but Torrid, the, the Viking lady, just comes out of nowhere. And it doesn't relate to anything going on with the DEO or or Mokari. Like, I don't even get any conclusion from Mokari. Not he really. I mean, they stop him, you know, but there's not really much to it. No, but he even, like, they don't even take him in. He's just like, oh, I'm, I'm going back to this place. So I was like, well, was this a thing that you had planned going forward and it got cut off? And you couldn't come up with a quick ending or, or what? Because everything else is fine. The stuff with Bones and the DEO and all of that, that all works really well, I thought. And the yeah, stuff yeah, with yeah. Ben, Bo- Catco. Bo- Bones was great. Catco stuff was good. Uh, uh, chasing uh, Veritas, like, you know, mm-hmm. c- coming back together. Did, did we know they were a couple... Honestly, I, th- I, I didn't yeah. remember that myself either, but it worked well enough. Yeah. That I mean, that, that didn't feel yeah. like it, you know, suffered It didn't suffered bother me, it. but I was just like, was I just not picking up on this the whole time? Like, um, yeah. But, you know, because it's, it's Chase is, like, invading the DEO with the werewolf, with Laron. Yeah, now that's cool. Again, yeah. they're bringing back Laron, the, the Kryptonian werewolf. And oh, easy way to score points with Matt. Yeah, yeah exactly. All, all that's a Viking lady. Like, I should love this issue, but it was such a flipping mess that... But it's because it, it's because there's no like there's no build up to these new characters. They just show up. There's no reason for them really, and then they just run off. And it says, "Hey, go follow him." This other book, and it's like that. That was not that was like a backdoor pilot without any plot yeah. related to them to set these characters up. And it just it felt like such a, a just a bullshit move. And honestly, it's left with a really bad taste in my mouth. And I don't blame uh, Jodie Hauser one bit because I think she's the one scripting, but I think Orlando's the one you know, still plotting. plotting. Oh. And I, I feel like this is purely from that level. I I, I don't think, because I don't think anything she could have done in the script with the dialogue would have saved what I don't no. like about this issue. Oh, no, you're right. Uh, I, I actually, I, I felt genuinely annoyed like, like I'd been given this other thing. Like, I felt like I'd been betrayed's a, a strong word, but it, like, it felt no, like it's, it was a bait and it's switch. A bait and switch. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, same time. Uh, that's scary. <laughs> Why is it yeah, scary? Because uh, well, we're, we're, we're lining up on, on final, you know, rankings. We're finishing each other's sentences at the same time. I don't like it. I feel like I'm being assimilated by the Borg. Nah, Borg, Borg don't throw the other Borg over over the buildings. So They, they might just see what happens. <laughs> so they can adapt. <laughs> But yeah, um, it's it's not a good send off. At least the new fifty two send off felt like a a send off, like with the Citadel stuff. And I was like, oh okay, this sucks that this ending, but at least I have a nice conclusion. And the final page of this is nice, but yeah, it definitely makes me feel like this version of Carrie is going out the window. Um, I don't necessarily feel that per se, but it, it just kind of feels like it's an ending. So they wanted to have the the final page where it's like, oh, I'm Supergirl, and I'll I'm the girl tomorrow. Blah blah blah. Uh, and she's flying. The art was a little bit ropey on that that page, though. After that, 
as someone who's not been reading for a while, this because uh, you know, I was I was thinking, oh yeah, once it finishes, I might go back and reread it, you know, like reread mm. from the start and you know, finish it all. But if it's not really got a proper conclusion, I, well, I don't no, know. If I well, want. here's the thing though: emotionally, it does because Kara's emotional journey actually ends in issue eighteen. And it actually was a really good conclusion for that. And in issue 19 was a really good standalone about how she can help people outside of fighting things. It's just this final issue where it's just kind of like, eh. That's really weird. It is. Because the emotional journey ends as a really fitting conclusion in issue 18. But well, Orlando's kind of getting the the shit under the stick with Supergirl ending, Justice League of America ending. Like, those are his two main books. I know and, he's, yeah. he's, he said on Twitter he's working on something else that he can't talk yeah, about yet. Well, yeah, yeah, clearly, it's the unexpected. Like No, 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 he's know. working on something else he can't talk about yet. Oh, he can talk about that. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> See, I didn't even know that was coming until this issue. Like, so I don't say up to date on stuff like you guys do. So I didn't know it was coming. Okay. We've brought up in the news. This is just you having bad memory. <laughs> I don't ever remember that being brought up in the news. Connor didn't either. I, I, I plead it was on a week where I wasn't here. Yeah. <sighs> Very confused. You can't both be not here. There's never a week where you're both not here. I don't recall any episodes where I've been sitting here for myself. I just I don't remember that being brought up in the news that he was. It doing may be the best episode ever, Connor. You don't know. They may all love it. Either way, it was you know. Again, I like the stuff that ending with Ben and her family, um, them going to dinner. Yeah. And and them holding hands and stuff. So. Yeah, no, nope. this is the thing, like, 18 and 19 were, were great. Uh, the, the, that arc that ended with 18 was fantastic. I loved that stuff. Um, and I wish it kept going. Uh, so I, I, it, it really, really just feels... Orlando. Yeah, Orlando's someone who I am just thoroughly not excited for anymore. But, you know, this has gone for a guy, you know, where it was, like, you know, Night of the Monster Men. Yeah, uh... Because like, now, cause especially since, like I said, the characters he introduced in this... And I say introduced, I use that word very loosely. The, the characters mm. that appeared in this randomly and then left randomly, uh, they reminded me a lot of the, the, the villains that I didn't like in his JLA, where they're just, they were just dull and uninteresting and overly designed comic book characters that had no impact, he, no presence. He has, a, he has a thing for like capes and like horned helmets. Because it reminded yeah. me of his Doctor Doom ripoff guy, I can't even remember his name. Oh, me neither. Lord, yeah, Lord Chaos or something. Yeah, they're, they're super forgettable. Uh, and yeah. it's not that he's doing the art, obviously, but obviously like, no. these are his characters that he's creating and giving to an artist. To... I'm, I'm so glad he's not involved in the Justice League stuff going forward. Uh, as am I. I, I, I really, like... Because up until this point, I've been liking Supergirl, and it notably got better when I cope with a co-writer. Uh, yeah. But I did like it before that as well, like, and it yeah, was getting like better the cyborg, before that. The cyborg uh, Superman stuff was pretty good with, you know... Yeah, and then the, em- the Empress stuff with the, the team... Uh, no, I, I liked at the start as well. I feel like he just has a very limited amount of ideas. Yeah. For for each thing, like I, I think he needs to be on a book like The Ray, where it's smaller and he can kind of do these things. But you give him the big spotlight, and it kind of he buckles yeah. under the pressure. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think he's definitely better in a solo character than a team book. Uh, that, that that much was clear beforehand. Yeah. Uh, and then well, this final issue just pissed me off because it was like, oh, I'll just chill him an next book. He did Midnighter, <laughs> he, right? He, yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah so he's, there you he's, go. He's, he's, he's Josh Trank. Fine on a <laughs> you know, smaller <laughs> thing. That, you know, okay, he, he does his thing. Right, okay, now the spotlight's on. Crash and burn. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh god. I I and I, I hated JLA. <laughs> I tried really hard. Me and Matt went back and read up until the start of the, the Atom story. And I, I think I got one issue. I think I left us one issue. I, I, I read one issue of the Atom story and went, this is just... Because it got slightly better after that first arc, and then it got to the Atom story, like, this just feels like it's back to the same old crap as from before, and I, I wanted none of it. Yeah, why, I was like, why am I reading this? So, no. And, uh, super disappointed, uh, to say the least, but hey. I still highly recommend reading... The, the, the run though because I, I do think it is it gets pretty good before this it does have the emotional ending beforehand uh, this issue though it's just this this was a kick in the teeth quite frankly <laughs> so okay well if I do read through it I'm just gonna not read this issue right yeah honestly yeah that's probably fine if, if the if the you know if the emotional arc finishes in 18 I'll read 19 as an epilogue and that's it that, 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 honestly, that I'll, would actually work because then the DEO is just out and about, yeah, and you could just, you know, whatever. Yeah, just when they next show up. Yeah, the, the only thing that would be left dangling is that the city is still kind of against Supergirl, and that's kind of fixed in this issue. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you can get on with that. Anyway, let's move on uh, to the new Superman and the Justice League of China number twenty-two. Gene Ling Yang writing and Brent Peoples on the art. This is, of course, we've got the Karina Aquaman, who's just sort of became the Aquaman. The Dragon Son. The Dragon Son. And a lot of this early issue is uh, is Bakshi, he's basically turned them in. He's called up the, the Latin yeah. Corps uh, China, and Delane's not happy about this. Nope. Uh, so they get into a bit of a tiff, and then they end up fighting the, the core. Because at first he doesn't want to fight them, but then like they start attacking the other members. Like, hey, attacking my teammates wasn't part of the deal. So yeah. then it becomes an all-out war and battle. Keen gets involved, of course. whole thing's going he, on. Uh, he meditates and becomes the Aoyang version of himself. Yeah. Oh, well, that was super interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'm questioning if... Because when they're on the way and he's flying like upright, he's flying as yeah. if he's standing you know, upright, uh, uh-huh. which is super weird. And he says he's going to kill North Korean Aquaman. Yeah. And I'm like, this feels like he's actually being infected more with, uh, you know, the other one. Not, not Yi Ching. Oh, Yang. Oh, Yang, yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. He's, he's yeah. the All oh, okay. Yang version so, sorry. Um, of himself. Um, because he goes like you know all all white with white hair, white mm-hmm. suit, uh, like all Yang, and he's flying through, and I'm like, okay, so he's been, he's been super corrupted, and to the yep. point where when they get to the when they finally get to him, and because obviously the the core took took a uh, Aquaman away, because he, he he transformed back into a, hu- a regular human again. Uh, yeah. When they get there, like Avery's even like warning him, hey, Superman's went kind of nuts. Like everyone, yeah. brace yourself, uh, and we end up you know. We end with the dragon son has decided, or he's been told from the the the, the, the god, dragon. The, the dragon. Yeah, he's he's, he's he's mystical father. That he's to he's to flood Korea <laughs> to get rid of the sinners. Yep, and that that's everyone. That's yeah, because because the, the north and south alike. The issue ends with him conjuring the floods. That's that's how the issue ends. Uh, there's some fun stuff throughout though there's, there's like a moment where Keenan freezes him with his freeze breath and he's yep. like hey he can control water that was just that was just arming him with like sharp water yeah, bonehead yeah. yeah and then he's like just yep. like flying like ice, ice staggers are just like flying yeah. towards them and, and I like Delana and Baishi are both I like them being at odds because she's she's about taking care of him and about Dragon Sun and hmm. 
He doesn't know what he's doing. This is all new to him. And Vice is like, well, I don't care. He's breaking the law. I'm about the law. And then when they, they bring him in there, his Bane uh, is there. Uh, what yeah, was his yeah, name? from... from uh... From, from the school, the, from the school, and then his sister shows up. Basically, his version of the Joker, yeah. Uh, which you know, uh, Alpaca, I think she, she was yeah. calling herself. Um, but the, the way the mask kind of smelled, it was like, oh, this is kind of his Joker, seemingly. Yeah, uh, definitely. And so it, it was like Batman getting thrown into Arkham. And, yeah, and but basically, yeah, stuff. it's the crab shell. But yeah, so that's that's yeah. their Arkham essentially. Um, so no, I had super, I, had, I had fun with it. It was another yeah. solid issue. People's is very consistent in the art. Um, the the, the 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 everything with the the Aquaman's been super entertaining. Uh, it's still the whole you know because at one point when the the voice is talking to him, he's like, "Hey, do you know about this mountain?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's that's where our supreme leader." is like, "Oh no, old habits." Yeah. And yeah, he sort of has to like sort of remind himself, "I don't have to yeah. be this suppressed, you know, person yeah. anymore who, who's under the, the the rule of the the emperor." So. Uh, no, all, all all good stuff. No, but instead he's under control of the dragon. Exactly, you know, like, which obviously his arc's going to be to break away from right. that because he realizes that he's just being controlled by someone else. Right. So and that's what I like. I, again, I like that Yang is creating these these archetypes based off of heroes we know, but doing them with a nice like Asian mythology bent or Asian cultural bent. Yeah. You know, just like Superman with with the you know the different triads controlling his powers and and whatnot. It's it's a fun take on the character. Yeah, question is now is how does uh, Superman snap out of his all yang transformation? Yeah. Uh, well, so see, I, I think Avery does something. I think that operates. Uh, you know that that'll that'll get him to to rebalance because he's off balance right now. Yeah, maybe, maybe she'll kiss him. Maybe, maybe that'll be like their first spark. Yeah, and hopefully Ming Ming doesn't see it. <laughs> although, although it'll be hell to pay. Uh, but no, this Superman's consistently uh, a solid, great, great book every month. Um, I'll be sad if it yes, goes it because there's yeah. a there's a because uh, the solicit for issue twenty four in June was sounded a wee bit ominous, finite, <laughs> shall we say? Um, yeah. But hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully it keeps going because it's it's a great own little pocket of the DCU uh, that is mm-hmm. consistently pretty fun, uh, likable characters. We got lanterns, a flash, you know. Out of all this, this is great. No, this is one of those obviously I've not been reading for a while, but I'm really glad it exists and is getting a really quite healthy run. Like even if it is, you know, twenty five is the last issue, that's not bad for this sort of book. Which no? you know, by rights, I would have expected to be done after twelve. Remember when we first heard about it? We're like, what is going on with that? Like, why? Why did they choose to do that? And now it's it's one of my I, I, books every month. Yeah, I, I remember uh, when we thought maybe Lex Luthor's book. Yeah, because we didn't know yeah. it was a Chinese Superman yet, and we thought new Superman is that Lex Luthor with the S on his yeah. chest? Is, is that what that's going to be? Um, man, before that they were just calling it the Superman, weren't they? That's right. Yeah, yeah it was called the Superman. That's right. They changed it. And they uh, changed it to new Superman when it was revealed Yang. So, yeah. Look at we get nostalgic about the start of the show, all, all the way back to the, the rebirth. We're getting, we're getting in the spirit a bit early, aren't we? Yeah. Episode yeah. 100 next week, guys. Look forward to it. Anyway, uh, next up, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, number 42. Robert Venditti rating Ethan Van Skyver on the art. So you guys read this. Take yeah, I, I read this one. That makes a change. Yeah, good, good job, Connor. Yeah, I know. Feels weird this week. I, so, I've, I've so only read like half. This this is the first time that Venditti, uh, that, since he's been writing, I felt like he's channeling Johns. But in the best way, not like he's copying him. 
that this he, felt like an issue from the Johns. It's not just the Vance Skyver art. You know, it's it's, it, it's it's the way he does the Johns thing of okay, let's take something that's been done mm-hmm. and reinvent it. And you know, do, and do the even, new version. And even have it go like, yeah, I've been seeing this for a while. I love that in comics when something that's seeming just to, to push the story forward actually ties into to a later story. Yeah. So this so. is where we're starting on the end of the run now. We're getting the, the Dark Stars, you know, the, the yep. stuff that we've been teasing for a couple of arcs now, I think. Mm-hmm. The controllers, uh, at least since the controllers tried to corrupt all the Guardians and we got yeah. the Guardians back. Yeah, that, that was a few arcs ago now, though, I think. Oh, yeah, one or two. It doesn't matter. Either way, we, we get the controllers saying that they're they're not going to build the Green Lantern Corps because the Green Lantern Corps have too much autonomy. So they've yeah. created th- these Dark Star Helms, and they're kind of like Space Omax, right? Like, yeah, it seems to be. And and because from what I understand, you know, the the, the Dark Stars were stuff in the the night. I've not read any of this stuff personally. Yeah. It was when yeah. you know. Carl Rayner came in and, you know, he was on his own. Green Lantern Corps was disbanded. And uh, I believe John Stewart was a Dark Star because um, oh. he, he defected over because they were the ones that kind of stepped in to police the galaxy. Well, that makes more sense because they're all about control. And that was after he'd killed that, that planet, Yeah, you know. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, it, so that, that's like that stuff there. But, uh, you know, and, and some of it seems to be referenced here because, you know, the, the controllers talk about, hey... Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we tried this before, but we gave them too much free will. We kind of got to do this, uh, you know, rein them in and, and have the suit do the, the control, essentially. Yeah. So, you know, very OMAC, like you were saying. Yeah. And so, and we also get more of of Hal trying to mentor, uh, what's her name? The, 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 yeah. Uh, she's, the, she's the Zudarian. She's a kid. Yeah. Uh, but she goes down and visits Tomar too, and you know a lot because to her he's still a hero. Like he might have killed the the Sinestro Corps version, but he feels justified in what he did. And he said he tells her, you know, don't cry for me. I've I've realized here being in the science cells, I did the right thing. I belong in here. And, yeah. So Marley. So Marley. And yeah. Hal comes in to talk to to Tomar Ray or Tomar Rue. Right. I'm getting all the names going to, yeah, don't. Tomar 2. Tomar 2, there we go. Yeah. Those damn Zazarian names. Uh-huh. Uh, one after another, they all just confuse. But he goes to talk to him, and, and he basically says what he told Somar about, no, I did the right thing, and then in comes this Dark Star suit that's been activated. It's the first one. Yeah, he, he talks about how you know he feels guilty of you know, all these things that he's done, and, and he understands that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe uh, it, I, I shouldn't have done this in the name of a Green Lantern. I did dishonor that name, yep. but mm-hmm. I still would. If you know, if you gave him me again now, I'd still kill him because that was oh. justice. It's what he deserved. Exactly. And so yeah, that puts it in a rock and a hard place with the Green Lantern Corps because yeah. we can't can't be out murdering people. Like we're still upholded by laws in right. the system. But in, interestingly, know. it's something that was teased. I don't know if it was in the last issue or bef- mm-hmm. or slightly before. It was uh, John and Hal were talking at the end of the issue and going, "Hey, you know, they keep breaking out. What what if we killed Domio? You know, what if that was yeah. a, there was a, a permanent solution?" Yeah, with with Zod, you know, yeah. I was like, "Well, we're gonna have to put him down at some point. Is it now or later?" 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like you know, this has been being questioned before it comes to it here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, like you say, yeah, you know, the the dark star suit kind of just shows up and it's like, yeah, you know, it does the equivalent of the the Green Lantern ring. You yeah, know, it's like you, you have been deemed worthy, and uh, just takes him and it's like, you know, it breaks him out essentially. It just teleports out, and it adjusts to his body because you know the Zedarians have that weird beak and fin on the head. And I'm watching it go around. And I was like, well, that's not gonna fit in that helm, and then it adapts to his physiology, which I thought was super cool. Yeah, uh, because it, it's. It's more than just the ring that creates the suit. It's the suit that forms itself. Yeah, because it actually like it comes fully formed as as you know we mm-hmm. saw it uh, you know, all there, and then it kind of comes apart and goes yep. around him. But when it comes onto him, then it's it's in you know the the new shape, like you said. Yep. And it's it's a really nice design. It is, and so, and and right before it came to him, it broke free from the controllers, and it's not yeah it in turned there. itself on. They didn't activate it. Nope. So, yeah. So the fact that we know this one's called Dark Stars, we'll see what where it goes. Yeah, like there's a fantastic panel, which I think it's the title page of just uh, the like the lineup of the Dark Star suits, yep. just in, in in silhouette, and it looks fantastic. They remind me of the 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 battle droids in episode one. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right. Up, yeah, just, I can see know. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they look like a formidable army. They're not controlled by any light, it looks like. You know, no. uh, it's it's all psionic force from what the controllers are saying. So, no, I'm really looking forward to it. And then at, at the end, Hal, you know, messages John. He's like, hey, so this thing just came up and uh, uh, Tamatu just escaped. And he's like, okay, well, I don't recognize this thing. I've never seen this thing before. Mm-hmm. But it said a word that we both know, dark stars. And, and uh, John looks very concerned. Yep. So uh, up until you had said about him, I didn't know he was in the Dark Stars. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was while he was in the Dark Star suit that his legs got crippled. You know, when he ended okay. up in the wheelchair for a bit. I think it was around that point. Yeah, because that that wasn't that's my blind point when it comes to Green Lanterns. Yeah. So I'm I'm big on how Kyle is such a blind spot uh, yeah. in his run. So, which I should rectify. I'm sure, sure there's... No, I, I only saw this because I saw people tweeting about how okay. you know, this was uh, Venditti finally respecting what had come before, which is in something he's kind of been very wishy-washy with in his run up till now. And uh, this is the first time it feels like he's you know do, doing the Johnsian thing or you know, yeah. very, very Morrison as well. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. this happened in some version and uh, we're going to play with that. Because, like I say here, you know, th- this clearly they have a history with dark stars in some right. capacity. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it now, though. The, the, the at the end of this run. Yeah, should should be good. I mean, we got that tease in metal that the dark yeah. stars are coming. So, we'll, we'll and we'll see what type of world that leaves us in with yeah. when when Vinity's gone. Mm. All right, cool. Um, yeah. I suppose that'll take us on to Sideways number three. Only me that read this one. Uh, I'm sticking with it. I'm being... Give it, give it a proper chance. Uh, Dan Didio and Justin Jordan writing Kenneth Rockefeller on the art. And this, if you remember in the last issue, it ended with uh, this new villain, uh, Killspeed, showing up at the hospital and he ended up going out to confront her. Uh, the majority of this issue is kind of him fighting her, but there's a lot of fun stuff. It kinda, this one's... More than anything else, I think this one actually kind of shows all the the possibilities with his powers, because she's a danger to everyone in the hospital, so he makes a rift and pushes her through it. 
and then goes outside himself okay. and she's like oh that's weird like what the hell did you just do to me and then she speeds off and he's like oh I can't see her you know what I'm going to do he starts making riffs for different streets in the city you know multiples and he looks through them almost mm-hmm. like security cameras so he can see and he's, he's looking for her and he finds her in one he's like okay right I'm going there and he, he jumps through so he sort of sets up some of these different things that he can do with the powers uh, and then later on he actually like she throws it she actually like gets a bus going towards him and he opens a rift try to like big enough for the bus and it doesn't quite work and it only sort of you know it's, it's the middle of the bus it would do and the bus just kind of like snaps in half around the rift uh, basically this is how he learns that the edge of his rift is like you know undestructible or it's like super hard it's like something that'll block mm. anything so he actually uses that at one point he opens a a little rift sort of horizontally on the ground at one point to trip her up so there's it's just it's kind of like teaching how he can actually use his powers in different ways uh, that, that make things work and most of it makes sense for the most part um, there's also a really brutal bit at the end where he like he's uh-huh. sort of, he sort of beat her and the cop shop and they want to arrest him as well and he's like oh screw this I'm going to rift out of here and he, he rifts out and she grabs onto him and he's like that's sorry I'm going and he closes the rift and he sort of lands in a, a park somewhere and he's like oh thank god for that I, I, I got, got away don't know what happened to her, and then he looks over to his side, and her arms cut off because he closed the rift while she was grabbed onto him, and her arms just oh, sort of no. lying there. And I'm like, "Damn, that's dark." Uh, so that, that gave me a proper chuckle. I was not expecting the, of course it did. The, the, the amputated arm. Um, the the actual villain herself, like she's just actually ties into Flash a little bit uh, because she the reason why she has her powers is because she was in Central City during the Speed Force storm, mm-hmm. and. She's got this unique problem where she had cancer, and whenever she uses her speed, it actually spreads her cancer faster. So she's actually killing herself by using her powers. Huh. So totally not familiar to Jason Aaron's store at all. No, no, I get what you're saying with that. Mm-hmm. that cause, but I, I do think this actually makes a sense, a, a logical sense. So, you know, the idea that, okay, so when they use their speed, all the metabolism, everything speeds up. All the, all the yeah. body processes speed up. So, of course, the growth of cells is going to speed up as well. Yeah, that's, that's what she says. She with, with the metabolism, my cancer spreads faster. Yeah. Um, so, because she, she talks about how she used her speed to try and get money because she couldn't afford the medical bills, uh, but doing so is actually killing her. So she's actually yeah, it's you know, making the medical bills cost more. Also, it's a vicious that also cycle. Makes her, that's what makes her name kill speed make more sense. Yeah, she, she actually says she chose that name almost as a as a as a sort of dark joke, An ironic thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know, this book sounds like what I wanted Blue Beetle to be. Uh, yeah, uh, there's not a whole lot of uh, the other characters in this one, which is a shame because I, I, I quite like his best friend who helps him out and stuff. But uh, she's they're, they're kind of knocked out in the hospital while he goes off and fights the uh, the villain. Uh, but he gets back at the end and it sets up some other stuff where his mother's been trying to get him this in- internship at this big project thing, and we see her on the phone as she's leaving the hospital. And this other person's like, oh, yeah, 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 we'll talk about it. Yeah, I think he's just a kid for us. But we see her on the other end, and she's watching footage of him after he like, went through the rift with the, the arm getting cut off. So she's shady. This, this company that he's going to intern for are actually, like, presumably evil and want to, like, use him for something. Uh, possibly experiment on him or, or whatever. Uh, so they're setting up some sort of villains that are actually going to be a thing going forward. Um, and that's pretty cool. Uh, what is interesting though is this book bizarrely had a three-page thing at the end. It was like a you know in classic comic books you'd get like oh the origin of the Batman it'd be like a two-page origin mm-hmm. just explaining mm-hmm. who he is. There's that at the end. It's weird. Uh, where it's him narrating. He's like oh, hey I'm sideways and he sort of speaks to the cameras that were 
He's like, hey, you may not know who I am. And he sort of like, oh, this happens. I was in Gotham when the, the mountain was there and all the dark Batman were around and all this and this. And then my friend Ernie, she made me my outfit and my mum's always worried. And that's me. Thanks, guys. And so, he leaves. It's weird. I don't know why it's an so issue. It should be at the start of the issue, not the end. But yeah. Well, are they thinking people are picking it up in the third issue? Without the first ones? Because, like, that's only three issues old. Yeah, it's, it's strange. I, I wonder, like, if it's here, but it's actually been written so they can put this out as a preview in general. Right. Most likely. Yeah, I have to imagine it as, to just explain the concept. And it was fine. It was kind of weird, though. I was like, okay, this, this was, there was nothing wrong with these pages. They look great. They're still the same artist. Why, the same why are they here in t- this issue? Yeah, it's, it's the same, you know, sound for the characters. The voices all sound right. And I'm just kind of like, but this is bizarre because... I've not forgotten any of this because it's only issue three. (laughs) So I'm not sure. I'm not really sure what the point of that was, but um, no, I dug it. I'm still digging it. If anything, I'm I'm starting to dig it slightly more. I'm not in love with it yet, but the trend that's going on is definitely aiming in the right direction as opposed to feeling more fatigued with it each time. So Mm. I will check out issue four. I will report back with my findings. Um, but hey, like I say, cutting off some limbs through these riffs is one way to sell me the, the potential of this character. <laughs> so That's funny. I'm, I'm into it, is what I'm saying. That'll take us on to the new issue, the new number one uh, from this new age of heroes, though. And that is The Immortal Men by James Tinney IV and Jim Lee. Uh, and, and Ryan Benjamin. And Ryan Benjamin. Wait, did he even finish the first issue? No. Come on, Jim. Uh, hey, he's got publisher to do. Damn it, Jim! You're an artist, not a publisher. Uh, 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 <laughs> very good, but I, I thought it was particularly amusing that you know this is the artist line, and you know we get not even an issue out of this one. You know the others are getting three issues, and that's as sketchy as <laughs> it is. You could tell he designed the characters because they're oh, very yeah. oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, you could. Uh, probably, probably my favorite thing about the issue is the design of the the mortal men, specifically the. Uh, the two, yeah, the yeah. one that looks very Moon Knight, and then the one who's got like the hat and the mask. He's very pulpy looking. Yes, he is. I like, I like his like, look. I, I like Timber because she looks like a Native American warrior. That looks that's cool. That meshes well. Mm. So I, I love the mythology of this book. I don't. I don't think. I don't know if I love reading it, but nope. I love the the, the world that it's it. You take the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, that's that's kind of fair. Yeah, because the because the whole thing is you've got a secret. Was was it called the campus? That secret underground place where the immortals have been. Yeah. yeah. And our main character, I don't even remember his name. Who's the dude in this? The kid who's having the, the he dreams. He's the sea, I think. Yeah, so there's the sea. <laughs> <laughs> That's the impression. Caden, there you go. Uh, so he's having these dreams. He's in therapy. He, he's convinced that he has kind of a superpower where he kind of gets flashes of what people have been doing. It's kind yeah. of unbreakable esque. Um, and uh, if therapist's like, nah, 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 you just, this is all fantasy, and you, you, you're making this up to make yourself feel like you're important. And, you know, he ends up, like, he's been having visions of this man, this 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 dude who he thinks was related to this campus place. And the campus itself, all the immortals are killed by the villains of the book, uh, who are very overly designed. The Batman who laughs is kicking around as well. Just, just... Yeah. That was a surprise. Yeah, I didn't know that was coming, but I love how they talk about you know the, the different houses of the immortals. Like, mm-hmm. there's different tiers of of them, and yep. you know they're all in these groups. I'm like, oh, this is the stuff I'm really digging. Yeah, I mean that stuff's okay. What I really liked about it is I really liked the idea of them like so these final four who are still alive who come up to try and save Caden 
because they've sent the monsters after him and they come to rescue him and they actually come up through the subway and they all kind of appear in there and that was when I started to get into the book a bit like when they started to come into the, the actual you know mainland I was like okay right I'm starting to get a vibe of maybe what this book's supposed to be uh, and presumably Caden's going to have to learn about all this stuff and sort of yep. accept it and yeah. you know become one yeah, of them yeah because the, the whole idea is he is a potential to be one of the immortals yeah, yeah. and that's how the uh, campus is calling to him in his dreams and that's what he's yeah. talking to his like he can he can look out into people and and see like spots, but it's nothing important. It's not like uh, the dead zone, where he looks out and see the point they die. They're just kind of doing regular just from their recent history. Yeah. So so whatever that means, that's whatever his power is. It's very yeah. excellent in that way where you feel like he hasn't activated his mutant gene yet. Yeah, because you know? he touches the uh, the therapist, you know, when she's yeah, she's yeah. like, yeah, hold on, touch me, you'll see if anything happens. Mm-hmm. And it's just her with a bong. Yeah, and he feels yeah. too awkward to actually tell her what he saw. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's this just really just normal moment. I love how, her with a bong watching TV. I love how he mentions that he sees his mother reading Stephen King books, and I'm like, man, that is so risky. I, I, I would yeah. avoid ever yeah. making contact with my mother just in case I see something I really don't want to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know... Uh, that's, that's the dangers of this. Just uh, instantly throw up. Yeah. So, <laughs> as, this is weird because I didn't love the issue, but I do kind of like a lot of the ideas that it kind of gets to by yeah. the time we get to the end. Yeah, it's kind of a clunky read. It's it's Very really clunky. wordy, a lot of narration boxes, but uh, like so it's it's like a weird. Uh, to, to actually say I enjoyed reading it is probably not true, but. All the all the actual ideas, the elements that it's playing with, the mythology. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm really I'm really feeling this. See, stuff. I like I like when Tinian plays with mythology. It's the stuff that I, I've loved yeah. in tech. So I loved him working with uh, Snyder in the New Fifty Two Batman stuff. Like he, mm-hmm. Court of Owls and all that. You know, it feels very Court of Owls almost. Like if they make an appearance, I would not be surprised. Considering, um, with yeah, this this secret society changing history. Well, I mean, we already know that they they have to do with the the dark side of of things from yeah. metal, and this this cover made it you know when you open it up and they have the the I don't know if they're variants or what because I got this digitally. Uh, my shop didn't get very many of these. So. I, I assume these are variants, yeah. Yeah, but they're very heavily tied into metal. Like you have Hawkman and Roz and Vandal Savage on on the cover with with ghost fist is the guy beat was talking about this very pulpy mm. which that's just a dope name and then you also have one where it looks like the dragon uh but this guy that's the hunt he's very uh, craven the hunter-esque yeah, he's and one of the, the main villains just going, wiped out all yeah, the, yeah. the and it was an in, infinite lady yeah yeah the infinite, infinite woman maybe infinite woman yeah, yeah who's the sister of a mortal man like some of these names need work guys like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That said, though, they get, there's a very much of an X Men kind of vibe, or even even uh, well, who they tried to replace the X Men with Inhumans, almost one of those kind of yeah. Deals. It, it kind of feels like yes, yeah, this is the team coming from Xavier's mansion to rescue the new kids, yeah. and yeah, it's, yep. it's got that kind of vibe to it. Um, so, I'll, I'll check out the second issue and see where it goes. But other than that, I'm not very. I, this is one of the ones I was most excited for, and it was super disappointed. So far, the Terrifics is the only one that really delivered. Uh, yeah, I mean, Traffic's and Silencer, but then for this, I think, what I would really want, even if I don't keep reading this, I'll definitely read issue two, but even if after that I don't, it's the sort of thing that I want to go and read the wiki page of, like, <laughs> yeah. and, and see, just see all the stuff that he's come up with. The praise. Yeah. I, I might go read the wiki page later. 
No, no, but that's the thing, because well, the, the, the mythology, I, I want to know the history of all this stuff that he's well, building. That's what I was drawn to in Metal, where they talked about the bird clan and, and the yeah. bear clan and the wolf clan. I want to see who what makes those up. You know, that right. was cool. That, that's why I, what I mean by I want the wiki page. I want, I want those things, but I'm not sure I necessarily want the story that he's telling. I do have one more ghost fist, though. That dude's dope. He's like mm. the shadow, but... Uh... The shadow meets the question. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that comparison. But with a little iron fist thrown in there, because he's, you know, he can... Yeah. He's got a, a mystical nature to him. Don't yeah, say that's iron not dragging down. Yeah. I just, don't, I, don't piss off the show. Iron Fist is a fine character in the comics. Oh, he's solid for life. I, I, I can't look at him there without thinking oh. of that show. And, that, oh, that I'm Danny Rand. So I'm the immortal Iron Fist. I'm the protector of Kunlun. Sworn enemy of the hand. You you realize that that's like somebody watching Gotham and going, this is, I've been ruined for Batman. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Peter's impression then made me realize I want Tommy Wiseau to do Iron Fist. <laughs> I'm God. Iron Fist. Uh, I'm sworn enemy of the hand. That, that would make it so much better. The Thunderer as, <laughs> or the Wuti. Wuti? I can't. I've put it all out. Anyways. Uh, yeah, Immortal Man. Uh, can't wait to read the wiki. Connor Ryan. <laughs> Correct. Right, That's a quote for the cover, if ever there was one. Yeah, right? um, yeah no, I'll read issue too. I'm curious enough to see if it if it smooths out in an issue or two. Challengers isn't good. I'm gonna be so sad. But but right now, this is like fourth for me in this line. Terrific so being number silencer, one. Silencer on number two. And sideways silencer. number three. Okay, I, I think I preferred this over Sideways. This did more for me in terms of just it got me excited about things. Whereas Sideways is probably a better issue in terms of storytelling from the one that I read compared to the one yeah. to this. But this has me more excited. That, about this is messier. I feel like I've got less of a footing on the, what the yeah, no, just that's the true. characters and the tone and what it's doing. Yeah. So still better than Damage. Yeah, sure. Oh come on! I got more. You get more out of this than you do out of that first issue of Damage. That's just an action sequence. At least this has. Yeah, it's been, it was a well drawn action sequence. It didn't piss me off. Like it was fine. Yeah, fair enough. It was fine. Dam- damage is okay. It's just. I mean, I didn't like it enough to keep reading that because I was like, ah, it's going to be more of this. It's fine. But um, don't know. Brimstone being the the weakest so far, I guess. Uh, yeah, maybe. This is the problem. None of them are actually outright bad. This is the weird thing. None of them are actually yeah. terrible. They're, they're, they're all, there's a lot of them that are just in this really middle place. No, it's, just, it's kind of a weird line. Overall, it's been disappointing. There's been a couple of bright spots, but overall, it's not really lived up to the potential. But hey, we'll, 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 we'll see issue two, I guess, next month. Uh, which does take us on to the final book of the week, and it's Connor flying solo because it's Red Hood... And the Outlaws, number 17, Scott Lobdell and Dexter Sully. Tell us how pissed you off this time. This you know the worst part is? I thought we were done. And I, was, I, was, I was ready to wrap up. I, I forgot about oh. this. Wait, you did it to yourself, though. So. Alright, first thing that pissed me off is the cover's awful. I don't know, <laughs> he, I don't know what's going on with Bizarro's face on the cover. It so so what issue is this? It's Red Hood and the Outlaws, what? 17. Oh, man. So I really man. nice variant, though. Uh, I mean, doesn't doesn't say that much, but I don't know who that variant was, but it was it was nice. So what happened in the book this this time? Oh, uh, this is the team up with the Suicide Squad, where that, and that, I'm out. That, 
<laughs> yeah, basically they go they go to the Arctic, uh, which was where they ended last issue. There's some old uh, harvest base that they want to go in and get stuff from. And uh, basically, you know, Bizarro splits them up into teams. So we basically just have them go off in, in pairs or trios to go and do a little side mission in the base. So you get Jason and Croc, uh, Artemis and Harley, and then Deadshot, Boomerang with Bizarro. They're really irritating. I don't know what it is about this, but the Suicide Squad literally just complains the whole book. And they try to make it funny because they, they, they have the outlaws address that they're just complaining about things. But that doesn't make it less annoying that they're just complaining about things. So basically you're in the Suicide Squad. I don't know, but they, they're just going, oh, yeah, oh, you know, Croc's going, oh, always the sewers. I swear, you know, we'll come to the Arctic, I'm in the sewers. If they sent me to space, there'd still be a sewer. And huh. it's like, okay, that that would maybe be funny if you hadn't just spent the last six pages complaining about being in the Arctic and, and that it's cold and who cares? Uh, I, I don't know. It bothers me that they, they address it like it's supposed to be funny because right. it's just not. Uh, it's really grating. So um, hilarious to me. I don't know what Carl's talking about. Yeah, yeah you would think of that. You don't have to read the damn thing. <laughs> but, no, you got you got Croc and Jason bonding over their friendship, their joint friendship with Roy. Um, and, and and Croc being like, "Hey, you're friends with Roy, and if you were really as bad as you pretend to be, Roy wouldn't be friends with you. So stop pretending to be such a badass." And Croc tells him this. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's a weird heart to heart to be having. Is Croc? I, yeah. I I could see Harley having that, considering she used to be a therapist. You know. Yeah, no, no, no. This is Croc and Jason wandering through the sewers, having this conversation. Who, who's Bizarro teamed up with? Uh, Deadshot and Boomerang. God. <laughs> well, honestly, theirs is kind of the least interesting team up because they get to the room where their 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 mission is, and Bizarro's like, "Hey, you guys need to do this bit because once you do this, there's Kryptonite in there that'll affect me. Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna go and leave. I'll come back when you're done." And so you don't really get much of their team up like the others. They they, they kind of just do their own thing. It's like, okay, this is just Suicide Squad now. If I wanted that, I'd you know, read Suicide Squad. Right. You say that as if you wanted to read this. I know, but I'm just saying, objectively, that is the, the point of this issue, right, is to show the team up. And if I'm not really getting the team up, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Uh, assuming I was a fan of this, that, that would be the, the purpose of the issue. So, so the next corner's corner person who signs up has to meet you with Suicide Squad. That's that's what we're learning here. Please don't. <laughs> oh boy! But uh, Artemis and, and Harley Quinn, you know, they, they go off and just try not to kill each other. Harley threatens her with a mallet a few times, and Artemis, you know, holds her up by her throat a bit, and Harley seems to enjoy it because uh, you know, she yeah. You know, basically, they, they complete the mission. They go back, and and Waller's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm not babysitting you guys. Piss off. Go back to Gotham. You're not my problem." And then they they just go back, and we're like, "Yeah, okay, that's it." And they're like, "Yeah, Bizarro seems to be all grown up." And then he, the final page is him just standing there looking evil as shit. And that's it. It's it, it, it as a team up issue. It didn't really accomplish much because. I said they're they're really fragmented into the things that that, that are there anyway, and 
Harley and Artemis is what we got last issue anyway uh, in in the jail cells. So I was like, well, I already saw that. Uh, Jason and Croc is kind of like the. I mean, they're they're both from Gotham anyway, so it's like okay, fine. And then in terms of the you know Bizarro uh, Deadshot Boomerang, you didn't actually have much team up, so it kind of failed as a team up issue. It, it just objected, not even as a as a bad issue of Red Hood, just as as what it's supposed to be, even for people who like this series, I don't think it delivers on that. So this is even worse than usual. Uh, th- this is this is beyond just me not liking it. This is actually objectively bad. And uh, damn, that that that's praise look, right look, there. Look forward to issue eighteen review next month. <laughs> yeah, I know. At least it's probably Dexter Soy again. I, I mean. So that was good, though, as we were saying. Yeah, I mean, nothing stand out this issue, though. Like, there's there's not really a lot for him to do. It's kind of just walking around and talking. There's not a lot of action sequences mm-hmm. for him to really show off with. It, it looks good, though, as always. But but uh, the sewers looking good because apparently there's a lot of sewers in this. Yeah, it's always a sewer. Yeah, uh, I, I, I I am impressed with with so ability to always be consistent on time. You know, he, he always turns in a great looking book every month reliably. It's it's not very often he skips anything, so you know, praise where it's due. All right, well, I, I guess that I guess that wraps up Connor's corner for the month. Yeah, yeah, it does. Well, mm-hmm. which will take us on <laughs> to picking our favorite stuff of the week. We we always end the show with picking our favorite panel slash moment, our favorite cover, our favorite art, and our top five books of the week. Although in Connor's case, that's going to be a quite a challenge. Uh, so. <laughs> So we will start off with best uh, panel slash moment um, of the week, and I'll just jump in here quickly because it's going to be Flash and it's going to be um, the double page spread. Yeah, the, the the running. We run together. Run together. Yeah. I mean, I, I almost yeah. wanted a joke caption there saying "We are the Flash," but hey, I'll take what I can get. Um, yeah. You've been catching up in Flash, Matt. You, you've got to that line. You're familiar, you're familiar yeah, with think, Iris saying so. the thing. Yeah, uh, if not, it was definitely thanks to social media. Yeah, that became yeah. honestly, there was a. I don't know if you've got to the episode yet, but there was a power swap episode where Iris gets his powers. You know, you know that classic. Yeah, one-off. I don't think I've gotten that far yet. I think that's the next one. Right, and my only so. disappointment in that episode, or my biggest disappointment in that episode, was that at no point did Barry say to Iris, "We are the Flash." <laughs> <laughs> that was my biggest disappointment. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we we run yeah. together, Flash. Matt, what's your? panel slash moment my mind's the same i can't i can't deny it because i don't know how much i love the flash i feel like matt's slacking again but just picking mine but uh carter no so the, the problem is i was gonna pick that one as well but we can't all just pick the same thing yeah, so yeah. um well, we can you uh, have to pick uh, something else matt let me let, let uh, think. Look, that, that's that's well represented already so i'll pick uh another panel from flash just earlier on one of, of Barry just beating on Grodd. I think it looks fantastic, and I had fun with that panel. All right, all but, but it, in my heart, the, the you know we're we're together. Yeah, that, that is clearly the the, the, the superior. That is, shout, shout out to the uh, sideways panel of the arm, like, realizing the arm's cut off and lying next to him. <laughs> Gold. I'm sorry, Matt. Matt, are you uh, getting sleepy? Are you tired? I am. I am. I I had a rough night. The oh. yeah. Oh. I didn't much sleep. Went woke up. Went to the gym. Yeah. Uh, having nightmares have been it hung off a building by his feet. No, no, no. It's it's my the the new local hockey team <laughs> going 
uh, deep into overtime in the playoffs and staying up to watch because you can't miss it. Go Knights, go. I'll pretend I understood that. Uh, so we will move, move on then to best cover of the week. Uh, Connor, what you got? Oh, this is a tough one. There's some really great covers. I, uh, I'll I'll leave the Wonder Woman one for Matt because obviously he's going to mention that. Oh. But I mean, you've got the you've got the the Supergirl variant, uh, which is obviously they've they've been excellent throughout. Mm-hmm. But um, you have a real nice one for Hal and Pals with uh, Hal making the the Superman logo yes. from the ring. Yeah. But I think ultimately I'm gonna go with the detective variant, the Albuquerque, you know, the the Batman Superman one. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Image, mm. yeah. yeah. So that does remind me of something we didn't talk about at the start in the news is you know they're getting rid of the logos for the variants to, to oh, showcase right. the art. I don't yeah. like that. I I, I never even me to talk about it because yeah, image image calls that doing virgin covers, and I don't I don't like them. Like... I'll be honest, my OCD thinks it's weird. I think I'd be annoyed. I'd be put off buying the variants if all my other covers had the big logo on unless, top. As... Unless I'm buying it just to frame it, then yeah. Yeah, I mean... as someone who likes framing variants, uh, I like this. Yeah, I, I think it's fine. It's nice to try something different. Obviously, they're showing off the art, which is cool, but um, I don't know. Some, some, my OCD is just kind of like, no, I like the big title logo at the top. Mm, that's fair. It's me, but hey, uh, Matt, what's your cover? Well, mine's one woman variant, Jenny Frazier, mm-hmm. with Superman, one woman. It looks great, but it does it the blues and reds and golds. It's just, it's fantastic. It's pretty great. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I just go with the Supergirl variant. Uh, the last Archer cover, well, kind of the last one because he actually did a a variant for Action One Thousand, which has Supergirl on it. So there's kind of like a. It's almost like they gave him the one, oh, you do Supergirl with Superman in that cover. And it's kind of like a nice sequel to his variants from this. But uh, uh, It's funny, because Superman's just in the background on this one, isn't he? Uh, mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. yeah he's just, just kind of flying off in the corner. Kira's uh, still the, you know, the focal point. Yeah, yeah she's, yeah. she's wearing her, uh, her 2000s uh, outfit in this one. Because yeah. uh, he's been doing all the different outfits uh, with each one. Uh, I will say the way the the sun shines through is just downright gorgeous on this yeah. one though. Yeah. Uh all right, so best best art of the week then. Um I mean I mean t- theoretically there's, there's some competition from a couple of things, but I'm just gonna jump in right away and say uh G D Domenico on a on Flash. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh Van Skyver puts up a good fight, but uh, G Domenico takes it. I, I would love to give it to Lou Pacino, but the fact that I don't like that book so much, <laughs> I can't. And oh, so it has to be G. Domenico. Oh, the hatred. Uh, uh, all right, it's a clean sweep then for old Carmine. Yeah. Uh, all right, so top five books of the week. So, Connor, I'm, I'm fascinated by how this is going to go. Um, I, I, I can do a top four. <laughs> uh, because do you only it. had four books this week. But no, no, Red Hood just takes the fifth no, slot by default. No, it doesn't count. That never counts. Does it this counts. week? No, no, it doesn't. Red it Hood is only not going counts, in the top It five. only doesn't count if, if you have six. Right. Okay. I'll find. I'll find a way out. Over his face. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, screw you. I've got tracking technology. <laughs> Call a <it> mouse cursor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you dick. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, your... so my top five 
Flash, Hallam Pals, Detective, Immortal Men. That, that's my top four. And if you really want a fifth issue, what, what did I not read? I can't give it to Wonder Woman. That's meant to be awful. Uh, I can't give it to Supergirl. <laughs> that was meant to be pretty bad. New, new Superman. New Superman and the Justice League of China can have to my, my number five slot because they, they it, got, it got so much praise, it deserves it. Jesus. Uh, Matt, what's your top five? So, so my number one is The Flash. Number two is Detective. Three is New Superman. Four is Hall and Pals. And five, this is this is rough. Well, I, you know, it's not that rough. I'll, Supergirl's number five because it was a mess, but at least there was bookended with some good things. Yeah. Plus Lauren. Um, uh, so, my number one's Flash. Number oh. two is Detective. Number three is New Superman. Look at that, I'm matching Matt so far. Uh, However, yeah, you need help, pal, so. <laughs> yeah, my number four, however, uh, I'll, I'll yeah, pull a sideways. Decapitated arm. Yeah. That's it. Your slasher fan come, comes out. And then number five is, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's, it's, it's an odd week. I mean, I love Flash and really like Detective and I really like Superman, but there's, there's hey, definitely a hey, few. At least you have a fifth to pick one. Yeah, but there's definitely you a few too. weaker ones this week. Um... I think in fifth place, I'll probably throw in Immortal Men. Yeah, I think so. Well, I, I, honestly, the 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 weird character introduction just to set up unexpected annoyed me so that, much. That, that I can't bothered you more than the clunkiness of Immortal. Yeah, Man. I, I can't give it to Supergirl, and I, I usually, but uh, you know, root for that series, but I can't, I can't do it this yeah. week. So, yeah. uh, yeah, so you, you know, you know, next week how we're doing action on its own. Mm-hmm. Can we do a you know, when we get to the end of that? And you know, you know how usually we do our oh, best issue. Yeah, right. Okay, best story yeah. from action. So then, and then it doesn't have to be in contention for the main show for best books of the week because that's kind of unfair. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And there's plenty enough. I, I, yeah. I vote to to agree because there's more than enough in the rest to, sure. to make a top five that yeah. doesn't include action. I, I have zero <sighs> objections. Good. Or, or thoughts on the matter. <laughs> okay. um, all right, that's 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 this week's favorites. That's kind of weird. Like, I actually had fun this week, but it's actually kind of funny how split it is down the middle. I I really liked half my books. And there's a couple that are in the middle, and then I really disliked a couple other ones. It's bizarre. The, the benefit to only having read four is I really like three quarters of my books. <laughs> <laughs> alright what's coming next week obviously Action Comics 1000 that's getting its own special yes. episode uh, you can look out for that earlier in the week than usual and then a regular episode will be episode 100 uh, we'll do a special thing as well we're going to do a, a, a top 10 like we did uh, we did episode 52 so we'll do a top 10 coming at the end of that episode but in terms of books in that episode next week we have Batman 45 Superman 45, Justice League 43 Green Lanterns 45, Nightwing 43 Super Sons 15, Batwoman 14 Aquaman 35, Mr. Miracle number 8 and Batman Brave and the Bold or sorry Brave and the Bold Batman and Wonder Woman number 3 um, there you go, also out next week is Damage number 4 and Harley Quinn 42 but uh yeah me and me and me and those, so that's fine uh, big, big week, big week, yeah. The, the stack, stack in episode one hundred, yeah. Couldn't could have given us a couple of those this week. I, I will say oh. it's really weird that we got action, so I'm really excited for you know that that Superman side of things. Mm-hmm. And then I have Bizarro stuff in Superman where I'm going ugh. On the same week, yeah, but but that whole plan is destroyed and it's just Bizarro. Uh, um, so 
Yeah, isn't that arc done? Are we not done with the Bizarro stuff? No, it says Boizaro Redeath Finale. Yeah. Oh, okay. I assumed that was the end of the arc, the last one. Nope, nope, still more. Okay, fair enough. Um, well, they, they, there you have it. That's what's coming next week. Uh, what what a weird week it's been. Uh, I'm, I'm, remember when week two used to always be the busiest week? Yep. And this was like a, a weird change. concoction week where things have moved. And, this, uh, this kind of feels like the leftovers week, doesn't it? That, mm-hmm. This month it kind of does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but hey, so big stuff next week. And we're getting very, very close to uh, all the new stuff coming with Man of Steel and No Justice and Batman getting married and all that jazz. Uh, so yeah, so next week, Action Comics 1000 special standalone one-shot episode and episode 100 of the show, uh, which we will celebrate by doing another top 10 as well uh, in the episode. So you can look forward to that next week. Um, let us know what you thought of this week's books and stuff in the comments, like and subscribe, all the usual stuff. Get us on patreon.com slash TV. There's a link in the description. If you want to support the channel, you can do it over there. If you want to support the, the show, you can do it over there. Um, obviously, there's the Connor's Corner. That's, that's a bit more expensive. That's the $30 tier to make Connor read a book. Uh, but at the $5 tier, you get a bonus episode per month uh, with me and Connor. And you get to occasionally vote in that as well. Just, you know, feel fuzzy about uh, supporting. But, of course, every $1 is appreciated if you want to just throw us a dollar. That's cool, too. Uh, but, hey, so that is uh, that is us. That's comments from the multiverse. This has been episode 99, uh, a weird calm before the storm episode. So, kind of a shambles. Maybe, maybe we'll be more professional after 100. I don't know. Probably not. Don't make promises you can't keep. If you think I'm going to stop fantasizing about throwing you over a building, Connor, then you are gravely mistaken. I just want to point out, we tangented off in the list uh, of the the numbers. We we went off on a whole thing during Wonder Woman. I I don't even know how we got to that. This was kind of... I can tell you. James Robinson. That's how. But both both feet must touch for the mascara. That's how we got to that. So... Yeah. (laughs) So that has been episode 99. Uh, hopefully this was entertaining, if nothing else. Uh, I, I'm not going to hold out hope for it, but I mean, p- p- people are still around listening to us for some for some reason. Yeah, people have made it through 99 episodes of us. For, for Somehow. Yeah, this is Seek help. <laughs> seek help. Uh, but don't seek help, because we got big stuff coming. Uh, we, we got we got another... The next 100 is going to be super exciting. Promise. I've got, I've, got, I've got a whole thing we're setting up where Connor's going to sit in a tank with sharks in it and we're going to throw balls at the target to make him go in. See, that sounded like it could be fun. Jesus yeah, Christ, Matt. That sharks... yawn was like 12 seconds long. Most, most sharks are docile, so unless you've chummed the waters, it'll be, he'll be fine. Yeah. Okay, what can I put in the water then that'll definitely kill him? Piranhas? No, even piranhas need it chummed up because they only uh, attack when there's blood yeah, in the water. Yeah, 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 but I'm crocodile. There's a crocodile in the water. Crocodile, oh, yeah. crocodile yeah, will not hesitate. They yeah, will that'll... not hesitate. Alright, I'm glad we agree. God damn it, Matt, any stupid shark knowledge coming in to ruin my little fantasy. Alright. That that has been Comments from the Multiverse, episode 99. We will see you next week for Action 1000 and episode 100. Thank you very much once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep reading comics and always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force.